With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Tuesday on the Drew Olson Show. Powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Did you notice the smell in the air? It's not fertilizer. It's not bratwurst sizzling on the grill. It's winning! You make a choice to win, and you win. Winning! Starting to get the concept now? Between the Bucks and the Brewers, our local teams have won eight in a row! Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Drew and KB are determined to keep the party going today. And he was already in the pool. I was like, all right. They'll talk to Bill Schroeder of Fox Sports Wisconsin, live from Kansas City. They'll chat with the voice of the Bucks, Ted Davis, about game five tonight. And they'll check in with another member of the Geek Squad about the Packers draft. And now, celebrating National Pigs in a Blanket Day by... Okay, they're really not celebrating. Hey, here's Drew and Katie. Stealing is the root. Kind of a big deal. You know, just hanging out. I just want you to know, Drew, I'm only doing this for you, buddy. I don't even know who that is. He's the man. I respect the scorpion. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. We'll do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Don't ask me to do nothing. This is... Well, actually, I do like Braun better than Aaron Rodgers. Foo Fighters! He could be a freak on the court and on the shit, oh you know God. what I'm saying? Beneath his stormy surface flowed the warm tide of compassion and kindness. And here he is, having the time of his life. Andrew, you are not the It's the Tuesday edition of the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson from the iHeart Milwaukee Megaplex. I'm Drew, joined by my buddy KB. What do you say, brother man? You might get this reference, KB, but Armin, producer of the program, has no shot. Okay. It's a Phil Collins day. Mike Pilch just alluded to it, but it's a Phil Collins day. And for me to say it's a Phil Collins day... Right, because you don't really... Not being a large fan of his solo work in particular, um, it's a Phil Collins day. KB, why might I say that? Uh, what is it, 424? Is it something with that? Nope. Phil Collins day. I've had it's Tom Phil... Collins days. <laughs> You've had a lot of Tom Collins days. Yes. Um, no, Phil Collins. His... As far as I recall, from my uh, early days when people used to have albums and stuff, his solo biggest solo album was No Jacket Required. It's a Phil Collins day. No jacket, no, ja- no jacket required. Okay. I didn't wear a jacket to work today. Mike Pilch was right. Ah, I see. No, no jacket required. required. I yes. get it. See, Google that. No jacket required by Phil Collins. I'm not sure if this album was. If this song was on that record or not, probably not. I don't know. I I can't. Like you said, I'm not a big Phil Collins guy. And people don't know the names of albums because the the concept of the album is. I was having I was having this conversation with uh, because vinyl is coming back, and I was having this conversation with a college student talking about vinyl, and 
when when albums left, you missed, you lost a whole uh, one big part of the listening experience, and that yes. was you put the album on. You pretty much have to listen to it for the whole side, and, but then you read the inside of the jacket. It's like who yeah. played on this? The liner the notes. Per- yeah, read the liner notes. You know, um, and when you read the liner notes of No Jacket Required, this is track one, side one, Susudio. This Good is call, Armin. Does this bang at no all? No jacket required. Um, What's the verdict on banging here? Is it bang? Uh, it's just so. It's I know. Banged, it, I know it it's so. right away. Only it, you and I know. Long, long way to go. I don't want to know. One more night. Oh, that definitely don't doesn't lose work. my number. Don't Who lose my I number. Would? Isn't bad. Doesn't anybody stay together anymore? Inside out and take me home. Those were the the tracks on No Jacket Required. So you gotta love living in the state of Wisconsin. We said goodbye to five inches of snow in the last week. We said goodbye to five inches of snow, and you went from needing your seat heater to turning that off to basically now I'll be sleeping with the windows open. Oh, I'm not there yet. As oh. Mr. Collins would say, it's just another day in paradise, right? Oh, look at you throwing them down. Yeah, uh, Phil Collins. I'm not really a big fan of his work. I'll take Genesis <laughs> all day long. I thought they were kind of pompous and pretentious too but they were at least you know peter gabriel that, that era i'll take it i gotta admit it's, and uh, I'm, I'm the king of cheesy but the, the, some of his songs are very cheesy, cheesy. two hearts yeah KB, just uh, one mind. kb happens to know genesis uh touring guitarist daryl Sturmer pretty well so and he's oh daryl's like uh he's a pro guy he's a milwaukee guy yeah played in sweet bottom i mean he's one of the all-time greats he's one of the greatest guys really nice man i you know we went to um they showed the movie, the um, the the last um, uh, tour movie that Genesis did when they did their last tour, and they were playing um, in Rome, like uh, at the Colosseum or right around the Colosseum or something, and there was like five hundred thousand people there, and so we went and saw it at the IPIC in Bayshore, and it was my wife and my uh, my wife and my son and I, and this is several years ago, and it was really weird. Sitting next to the guy who was on the screen. Playing. I can understand that would be weird. It's like you look, it's like, oh, that's you. That's, you know. Right. So, no, I liked, I preferred Genesis, and I preferred Genesis before they got, you know, they kind of turned the, you know, the corner and got really poppy. You know, I preferred the older, I preferred the older Genesis stuff before they had hits. I yeah, guess there you could you say. Oh, yeah. Before they had hits and they got, they started to succumb to the power of top 40 radio. Now, before people start complaining about our Genesis discussion, um, Houston 119, Minnesota 100, Utah 113, <laughs> Oklahoma City uh, 98. Um, no. Uh, uh, we're going to, and uh, we're, we're, coming up, keep it here because in the next half hour, we're going to break down the top seven long snappers in the draft. That's true, too. Um, we will. We're going to talk sports, as we told Pilch, and as uh, Big Voice Guy said, Bill Schroeder joins the program live from Kansas City today with the Brewers. Lorenzo Cain's return. We'll talk to the Rock at one thirty, two o'clock. We talk to uh, Ted Davis, the voice of the Bucks. Game five. Game five. It's not spine tingling like Game seven, but it's basically, I, it's almost for all the Tostitos tonight, right? I mean. In theory, the Bucks could lose tonight and still win the series, but that would necessitate them winning Game Seven on the road. Bucks have to win a game in Boston to win the series. Now, they need a gritty victory, the kind that they got on Sunday in Milwaukee. They need one of those in Boston. 
My question to the smart, good-looking people who follow me on Twitter, at Drew Olson MKE, is this the biggest game of Giannis's career to date? Hmm. No. Okay, which game was bigger? The Game 7 last year. What game seven last Wasn't there, year? Or what, so, two six, years six, ago? So what is game, game six, six last year? Okay, was, the last game. He was facing elimination. Six was up there. I mean, he, he had a big one, too. But I, I, what's more important to him right now? Because eventually he has to game, win a series. Yeah, uh, this is his chance. Like, they weren't expected to win last year. They were in a good position. They won game one. They won game three, right? Yeah, I almost thought maybe game four, because they could have gone up 3-1 if they won game four at home last year, and they, they failed to do that. Theoretically. Shouldn't the Plus, next game always be the biggest game of Giannis' well, playoffs? But I'm just saying. But okay, he said to date. That's what I, I'm yeah. saying to date of his career. No, it's bigger than the All Star game. Well, yeah, that's it's bigger than anything. It's it's to me tonight is the night for Giannis. And then I ask people, what's the over under for points and rebounds tonight? Because again, I guess it's it's not a good game for him unless the Bucks win. So what's the over under? What's the minimum he has to have for them to win? Is it 26? And 10? Is it 30 and 14? Is it 35? And uh, that's, it's because, you know, everything with the Bucks relates around Giannis. It because doesn't if he gets a, if he sprains his ankle and walks off the court, they have next to no chance of winning the game. It's not going to be how much Giannis gets that's going to let him, you know, that's going to lead to the victory. It's everybody else around him. There, you can make a case for that, but Giannis can't dip though. He has to, like I'm saying, he has to have a baseline. What's what's the over under? I mean, you can you bank on him every game for 25 and well, 12. Right? Yeah, I mean, his season average is what 29 and a half or somewhere around there. Yeah, I mean, you mean so you, you know, you, but in the playoff scoring can be lower. I get your point. Your point, Drew, is that for them to have even a chance, he's got to have a great game. Exactly. Well, and, and I yeah. get your point, KB, that other guys have to still play well for them to win. So it's almost like one of those Tiger versus the field bets because I'm in, in a big game, and this is a big game, your best player has to come through. Russell Westbrook didn't come through last night necessarily for Oklahoma City, and they lost. No, they got punked again. Yeah, and they're getting punked by a bunch of, bunch of dudes, bunch of, right? A bunch of guys named Joe. And they're getting it done. And they're getting it done. So, you know, and then Houston looked like they were in rocky ground, and then they scored 50 in the third quarter last night. So holy that's pretty smokes. good when you have the ability to do that, you know. Yeah, but they do it right, man. They uh, yeah, they, they do. Jack they do. up some threes. They're awesome. And they don't have a conscience about it. They're going to shoot forty threes a game. Um, before we dive into that, though, the um, Arrow Appraisals inbox is Drew at the Big Nine Twenty um, dot com and Arrow Appraisals for all your appraisal needs. ArrowAppraisalsWI dot com. Check them out. Um, Jenna and company will take care of you. Tell them we sent you. But this is the most uplifting, nice email we've gotten in a long time. Really? From the Arrow Appraisals in Nice. Yes. It's simply, the subject line is, how are you? <laughs> well, hello. I am single, adorable woman looking for tender Caucasian paramour who is over 30 years old. Hold on. What's a paramour? Hold on, hold on. Let me write this down. Paramour is a band. Is this a real thing? This is really, I'm, it's a, I'm reading. Oh my gosh. I am single. I am a single, adorable woman looking for tender Caucasian paramour who is over 30 years old. Where are you living now? Text me to kissbaby873 at yahoo.com and I will send you my pictures. Goodbye. That is so, like, real. You can tell that that's a real thing, right? I can absolutely tell. That is not, it is not a bot. It is just Ooh. absolutely a real fan letter. Um, a paramour from, is a lover. Yes. From It's from... Uh, it's from Vladislav Skylarenko, 
Oh, yes. Very sexy sounding Vlad? man. Vladislav. Vladislav's a man's That's name. That's Skylarenko. Yes. Vladislav. Skylarenko at Mail to World. This sounds like a Phil Collins song. Yeah. So that's a, who, so, okay. Who was who was surfing something? Well, it could have been. Show. It's more likely it's to a, be me, but it's a junk folder. So who knows? I mean, it's just like. But we got on some list, or somebody sent us an email, and we got fished or spammed or something. Uh, that's what happens when you ask for emails. No. But uh, <laughs> just the whole, you know, that's the thing. Just how are you? It's like, oh, somebody's asking how we are. Well, hello. I am single, adorable woman looking for tender Caucasian. But your name is Vlad as Paramore, who is over thirty years old. Are you a tender Caucasian Paramore, KB? Um, no. Definitely over 30. I'm not tender. <laughs> That's the only issue. Where are you living now? Text me. I will send you my pictures. Goodbye. Who closes an email by saying goodbye? Text me. Yeah, well, regards would have been only more awkward if they said regards. Yeah, text me to kissbaby873 at yahoo.com. So if anybody wants to do that, uh, Vladislav Skylarenko I'm is thinking looking of, for you. I'm thinking of pursuing this. <laughs> I think this would. might turn out really well for me. Yeah, you would, Armin. That's Good luck with that, Armin. Mail order might be your way. Thanks. Next you thing know, you know, you send that out and Homeland well, Security's knocking on your door. The whole swipe right thing's not working out, Armin. Maybe this is a, a path for you. Well, I was a little concerned when they completely stole my, my Tinder bio, basically verbatim there. Yeah. That's kind of how I get. I'm looking for a tender Caucasian. Kind of how you roll. Kind of how you roll. So, all right, Bucks Celtics tonight. The anticipation building. This is, um, I it's everything, like. You, you got to win. The Bucks have to win a game on the road. If they win tonight, they have a chance to wrap it up in Game Six. That would be obviously the optimal situation for the Bucks. Can they win tonight? That would be After, great. That would mean winning three in a row. Be necessitating like four in a row. Can they do that? Can they win? I am not so sure. There is. Uh, there are reports out of Boston that Marcus Smart will make a return for the Celtics. How much does he have to give? How? What kind of condition is he in? You know, Malcolm Brogdon didn't need a lot. Right. of time to contribute uh, coming back from injury. But Malcolm Brogdon, I mean, he was able to work out and stuff. I don't know. Mark, but Marcus Smart, defensively, if he can give them, what, 10, 15 minutes, if it's less of Shane Larkin getting abused on defense? Yeah, I think that's the key is his uh, impact defensively because Chris Middleton's had such a good series. And really that's been one of the big difference for the Bucks hanging in this series is Middleton's been super good and super efficient. Marcus Smart's out there. He could definitely slow him down. He could definitely throw different bodies at Chris. And a guy like Marcus Smart's a great defender. He can beat up Chris Middleton a little bit. So I think that's where it had the biggest impact. Like you said, Drew, who knows how much he has to give. I saw that he was cleared, but it might not feel well enough to go. That's kind of what yeah. I'm looking at. So I'm looking at my site, whowins.com. It's a great site. Get you the historical probabilities. When a series goes uh, and it's tied, and you've had home teams winning both games, uh, both sets of games, home teams winning all games in the first four, uh, in this incarnation, with the Celtics winning the first two and then the Bucks winning the next two, in Game 5, in the NBA, in all rounds, the team in the Celtics' cir- circumstance, the home team tonight, is 54-19. and 19. That's a 74% winning percentage. In the preliminary round, this has happened 17 times in the past, and the team in the Celtics' circumstance is 12-5. and five. So, by my math, the Bucks are, I mean, the Celtics would be, historically speaking, 72% to win tonight's the game. The odds are stacked against them. The odds are against the Bucks. Yes. Yeah, but the Bucks have better players right now. The Celtics are dinged. I don't understand how a team can be that... 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Jekyll and Hyde-ish, if you will. They played horrible in Boston, came out. and Remember game two? We were going absolutely crazy. It's like yeah. they're not diving for balls. They're not doing anything. They're not hustling. And then they come back to Milwaukee, and you got the, you know, the play like Delhi had at the end of the first quarter the other day. Yeah, I think. Where it, he's hustling. And, and, you know, it, they got to do that for 48 minutes. It just shows you the impact that the hu- human nature has on these things. That there's still humans playing. It's visceral. I mean, the home court advantage made so much of a difference. What does that mean? Just tell me in non-radio guys. It speak. means what I said. No, I mean, look, just, look, look at how much different they play when they had a the whole home crowd. The human element is visceral. What? It's visceral. It's, it's a visceral game. It's wow. like we people think so much of these of these games as coming from, you know, statutes so, like plugging in compu- guys into a computer. It's not like that. These are human. It's a human in game. You I've know? had to look up Paramore. Now I'm going to have to look up Visceral. Well, it's good for you, KB. In Bucks history, when the Bucks have been tied two-two in a best-of-seven series, they have a series record of three and nine. They've lost their last four series when they were tied two to two, and they have a game five record of four and eight. So this will be the thirteenth time in Bucks history they enter game five with a two-two tie. Historically, they're four and eight. And in the series, they are three and nine. The numbers aren't great, but we knew that going in. And this is all part of the home court advantage that Boston has. Somebody's going to have to win one on the road, right? You would think. Uh, at least the Bucks have to, to win the series. They, Celtics the could hold serve. Right. But uh, all we know is there's going to be a game six on Thursday night. Will the Bucks have a chance to win? Will Giannis get to celebrate with tacos at Bel Air Cantina? The suspense is building. Tip-offs tonight. We'll talk to Ted Davis the voice of the Bucks about this series, about the Thon Maker phenomenon. Can Thon Maker and Delhi and Jabari, can they do it on the road like they did in Milwaukee? All these questions we have. We're going to get to some draft talk today as well. I think Travis is our expert today, our Geek Squad member, who's going to drop some knowledge on us like Robert did or Rob did yesterday. He was fantastic. Um, we have, We actually have a really spirited what's happening now today, as far as I know. We got a bunch of them. Hey, Armin, uh, Visceral. Yeah. Okay, Visceral is re- relating to the viscera. It's the tie between Visceral and biology. Wow. The viscera are the internal organs of the body, especially those located in the large cavity of the trunk. So I don't no. know what the check. hell you're talking I don't it. know what the hell you're talking I'm looking at it in Merriam-Webster right now, so I don't know what the hell words you're using. Relating? Is it, is it like visceral hubris? I don't know. The optics of visceral hubris? Just talk to me like a guy. Relating to the deep inward feelings rather than to the intellect. There you go. Armin. There you go. That's the second definition. Well, that's what I'm taking. 
<laughs> Armin, your Delta Tau Kai name is Roger. Just for okay. the rest of the day. From here on out, your gut Roger. instinct. Gut instinct. The Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley Davidson. It's the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson and Oconomowoc. I'm Drew, joined by KB. KB is the keeper of all that is righteous in the Drew Olson Show. Well, he's the keeper of the stripper pool every day. And today, this is either the highest point, it's either the drop the mic poll of all time, or it's the it's the poll that makes us stop doing polls every day. And well, we're not going to stop doing polls, but I would say... It's okay, a, here's the deal. It's a fine deal. line between stupid and clever, and you, you right. straddle that line quite often. Here's the deal, okay? Well, first of all, the Preds are, are playing, moving on in the Stanley Cup playoffs to play Winnipeg. That's right. So that's where we go for the lipsticks, and that's spelled with two X's. But, I mean, of course, you probably already knew that. Of course, lipsticks. The lipstick stripper pole of the day. And, I'm, you know, I'm giving you my mea couple right now. I forgot to think of a pole, so it's like... 5 to 12, and I'm like, oh, man, i got to get a poll up. So um, here we go. Would you rather have three eyes or one eye? That's the poll. Three eyes or one eye. It sounds yeah. like one of your five dumb questions. Yeah, questions. Would you, it is, pretty much. So would you rather have three eyes or one eye? And uh, right now, it's uh, three eyes. Yeah. Wow. Because if you're going to be a regular, you might as well have an advantage and see well, more. It's, you know, I didn't say like a cyclops. Well, yeah, but still three eyes. I mean, you can eyes. have one eye and a glass eye, but three eyes you can't hide. That's a good point. Oh, I guess I implied just one middle eye, you know? What okay. if you had, like, in one eye socket, you had, like, two eyeballs that were smaller? Changing the question. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's right. Good call. Way to call him up. Uh, could you choose where to put the third eye? No. It's nah. got to go oh, with your other back of your I head. Think would, I, think would, I would think it would be, like, a triangle. So it'd be like triangle eyes. So one. So it'd eye be a no- cyclops, but with but the with two three. eyes. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. A triangle. So you got. So I guess you would It'd be, be like tw- the eyeball and the pyramid and the money. Not this that I'm used to exactly. seeing Exactly. So it's in the middle of your forehead. Oh, so man. you get that. Or would you rather have eye? Or would you want to have like one in like the middle? Like fish. Like fish. And then two on the side of your head. Yeah, that would be so tempting. That you can see out. All that right. Way. So how did the band get its name Third Eye Blind? Because they were thinking of this question on the tour mm, bus one day and they were I don't all think high. So. That's what it is? Uh, no. No? I okay. think Third Eye Blind might have a different definition. Well, let's look that one up, Armin. Yeah, look wink, that wink. one up. Nudge, nudge. Visual, visceral. Visceral boy. No, I'll, I'll look at it. Yeah. Is there a joke here? I don't know, probably. Third Eye Blind? I'm thinking there I'm is. I'm assuming I yeah, think I know a joke. Much. I think there is, Armin. You might have to go to the Urban Dictionary or something. I think a synonym um, might be beer goggles. <laughs> yeah. 414 all right, I um, let the record show I had nothing to do with today's poll other than I'm going to go vote in it. At Drew Olson Show on Twitter. You can also tweet at Drew Olson, MKE, at KB. Is it dumb to say? Is this, is this the biggest game of Giannis's career tonight? This is, um, we talked about statement games. And he's, you know, he's, he's, he's made the statement that he's an all-star starter in the league one of the face of the league players, an MVP candidate, top five MVP guy, but he's never won a playoff series. And he could check that box. And in order to check that box, it would help him in a big way to win tonight's game. Can you hang that on him, though? That's not his fault. Well, we've I mean, kind of impo- we've kind of 
anointed him as the star, as the yeah, keeper that's of the fine, Milwaukee. But there are a lot of sure teams I mean, that have stars. That sure, I mean, I mean, it would be would it be harder for him if Chris Middleton has a horrible night? Yes, of course. Or if they don't get any production from Thon Maker or uh, Jabari Parker, yes, it would be tougher. But you know. Did, in the, in did, the grand did we scheme. ever couch things for Kobe or right. Michael or any of the greats? Did right, like we, in the grand scheme, things? if you want to put him in that stratosphere, eventually he's going to be judged on what he does, his team does. Yes. Right, whether that's right or wrong, that's eventually what happens. I mean, that's how it goes. That's how, how, we, uh, that's so, how we roll. If he's the guy to, to bring Milwaukee, and it sounds silly to most places, but to bring Milwaukee finally a series victory, it would be pretty big for his legacy already in Milwaukee. He would never have to wait for tacos again. I know that. I mean that's just oh and by the way while we were on the air and we talked to the we talked to Drew from uh, Demota Pizza which is where Giannis went out now that should have been your poll pregame meal for Game Five tacos or pizza I like three eyes and one eye better I'm staying with that of course you do because you're twisted (laughs) I'm staying with that I'm going with that I would posit that based on looking at memes and the popularity of Bel Air Cantina and many taco trucks I think pizza's had a good run. But when it comes to go-to food and food that people think about, and maybe it's a millennial thing, Armin, you can back me up on this. I think tacos have moved past pizza. Uh, tacos are making a strong push. I mean, people love tacos. I think I tacos are people are more passionate about tacos than they are pizza. Maybe that should be a poll question because I've heard that's, that pizza is still the number one most popular food in the world. That's what I'm saying. Then you send your poll out, Armin. Yes. No, I'm just okay. saying. Right, I'm just right, trying right, to help. We, this could be the uh, this could be the secondary poll: three eyes or one eye. Now, this one eye is going to be huge, and does it have really you know, incredible vision? Is it good peripherally? 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 The third eye Say or the that. one eye? The one eye. The one eye, they both work. The one eye works. The one eye works, but is it like you know, the equivalent of two in terms of acuity? Bottom line, KB, is if you had three eyes, those reading glasses, what would you do? See, this is what I'm saying. You have one or the other. You could have three. Either way, you're a circus you freak. To, you're a circus freak. Uh, okay. you, you need the special glasses. Right. Yeah. Well, you, either way. So. Although the one eye, yeah, the, the one eye, I keep thinking of the one eye as being in the middle of your head, but it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. It could be in the back of your head. Could be on one side of your head. I didn't know that. No, it could be in the See, we could bridge be debating, of your nose. I we mean, could be debating tacos and pizza, which are both delivery systems for meat and cheese, just in different formats. And, you know, the accoutrements of the taco with the lettuce, perhaps the sour cream. The cilantro, which is a polarizing spice I happen to love. Others, it spurs their gag reflex. That's a, that's, okay, so... Armin, if you had to choose game five pregame meal, yeah. you can't say wings and you can't say burgers. Pizza or taco? Probably pizza for okay. me. I, I just think they're going to be, it's going to be a little easier to eat. Plus, I know I, I want the pizza. I'm easier ready to go. Easier to eat. Like, how hard is a taco to eat? No, they can spill out and stuff. Nothing's spilling out of a pizza. Pizza can, the toppings can slide right yeah, off. Yeah, they can slide it's, right off. It's unlikely more than the innards of a taco. Especially Come the on. way, especially you, the way when you go out in Wisconsin to get pizza. Yeah. And they cut it into squares and you no, get those middle pieces. I don't want squares. After it's been sitting there for a while, those middle pieces get soggy and there's no shape to them and you're basically just. Slurping them down, and you just your the toppings come off right away. Well, anyway. there you're right. I mean, I've long been a proponent against square pizza. I believe in cutting in triangles because yeah. you can always have an easy way to eat it's it. True, it's true. Um, all right, the Twitterverse is starting to react. Adam tweets at Drew Olson show. With one eye, you can get poked in the eye and be blind. With three eyes, you can get poked in two eyes and still see. 
There you go. He's looking See? on the bright Very side true. of having, All right. There you having, go. All right. This is what I'm the, saying. The, 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 our ocular debate of would you rather have three eyes or one. Sabrina tweets the program at Drew Olson Show. She wanted to know, if is Susudio a banger? That goes to our Phil Collins we, yeah. discussion because I said that today is a Phil Collins day. It should be National Phil Collins Day or at least Wisconsin's Phil Collins Day. No jacket required. I can't remember the last time I left my house without a jacket. Months, right? Months. 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 And I intend to go this entire week without turning on the seat heater. Oh, that's huge. Of course, my wife turns it on when it's like 65 out, but I will not turn on the seat heater in my car. And, damn it, even though I've said it before, there's still gas in the snowblower. I'm going to let that run out this weekend. This is You're clear done. now. We're Definitely. Clear. We, I, we, wow. had a, we had the last gasp, although I do remember one year we did get snow on like May 10th. But I think we've had our last game. That's like the record, though, yeah. right? Yeah. Armin, have you found out what Third Eye Blind refers to? Uh, the, the etymology of the, yeah, the, the name? Yeah, I looked it up, and there seems to be debate. It's not clear. They've never officially said it's but It's pretty it, clear. They said it could refer to the metaphysical mind's eye. Yeah, right. Yeah, or, my ass. Or something else. Or what? Oh, I, they, they Beer goggles, KB, is that what we're talking about? <laughs> yes. The male version of beer goggles? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. guess you can say they that. They haven't officially yeah. said what it means, but, you know, the mind's eye. Okay. Let's go with that. All right, so then that spins into our poll question. What would you rather have, three eyes or one eye? Can't believe it. Tacos or pizza is a more civil debate that I prefer. And I'm going tacos, man. I'm hooked. I'm, I'm all in. I'm, I'm like Giannis. Pizza's the second choice. How come you ever make tacos at home or, like, uh, yes. fajitas at home? How come... Uh, or even when you go get fajitas in a restaurant, how come uh, you can never fold the tortilla the right way? You know, you try and fold it and it still falls out either end. Or you have one open end. That's kind of my point with the pizza thing. Pizza's easier to eat. I know. I'm just saying, though. Right. I don't know. But I, that's just the folding. That's you're just the talent thing. Folding. You should right. study my Japanese clothes videos and you'll know that's how to like, fold everything. You know, if you go and, you know, because Sue works at Miller Park and she works in retail and they got like a folder. About, uh, yeah, yeah, I've seen those things. Those things and she's yeah. like, that's a, they should, you know, I what? Have one another of those idea too. tortilla folder. If you could do it and do the, the tortilla folder, folder and do it the right way. Now you're talking. Or you try and do a burrito at home. I can never. I can only get one side, and then everything comes out the other end. I think you. The, the answer to this question and this dilemma for you, KB, is universal now with just about everything. Watch it on YouTube. And communicate uh, your affection through your palm. That, too. It's the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. I'm not listening when you say. It's the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Armin's picking more music that he finds funny in the wake of our stripper pole question of the day, available at Drew Olson Show. Would you rather have three eyes or just one? Three eyes is winning 89%. But are they hungry eyes? There we go, Eric Carmen. I know you just want nobody to hear... puts baby in the corner. I just wanted to hear something from the soundtrack of Dirty Dancing, but it... not Dirty Dancing Havana Nights. Not nearly as good as the first the worst one. movie of exactly. all time. This is considered a power ballad, apparently, according a to Wikipedia. Ba- is that isn't true, that, boys? Isn't that an inherent contradiction? Power ballad? Power ballad. I don't know. Don't question yeah, the culture, Drew always one says. One would think, yeah. Um, I'm questioning something in the culture, and it broke yesterday during Brian Gutekunst's media availability at 1265 Lombardi Avenue. 
And that was the little nugget of a revelation that Ted Thompson, the former Packers general manager, who did not attend the NFL scouting combine, some were a little bit surprised that he wasn't there because that's his whole thing is looking at guys in their shorts and T-shirts running around and doing measurable stuff. And I guess Ted was looking at film that weekend. But Ted Thompson will. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Be in the draft room when the Packers make their selections. Brian Gutekunst intends to tap into him as a resource and, uh, you know, maybe have him shape because he's, you know, the only other guy in the room probably who's been through it. And there's all the voices in your head of all the scouts trying to chirp as the pick approaches and you're getting all the information coming in and he will use Ted Thompson as an information source, as a sounding board, maybe as a security blanket of sorts. Does this revelation that Brian Gutekunst has invited and uh, Ted Thompson will be taking part in the Packers draft this weekend. Does this make you think that Brian Gutekunst is a confident and secure leader or a nervous, insecure, and wobbly first-time leader? KB, what say you? I think he's conscientious. I think he's a nice guy. I think none of us really know why Ted had to step aside. There were rumors floating around about his health, right? So I think he's just saying, come on, you know, he's just including him in the... You know, in the process, and even if he is supposed to be there as a special consultant, quote unquote, wouldn't you expect that would be the gracious and considerate thing I to do? I think it's a gracious and Packer-like thing to do, yes. But the core question is, there's a new sheriff in town. You're making the call. Brian Gutekunst, I'm the captain now. Don't you think part of him wants to be his own guy and stuff? Or is, is Oh, he it- probably is. Probably is. He's got Ted there. Like, yeah, but Ted's just I know that there. a lot of fans think that it's no, a lot of fans took this to be, oh, God, it's going to be the same crap. They're going to swing and miss on a defensive player. Oh, God. And, you know, Ted actually, I happen to think more highly of his tenure and his yeah. acumen than a lot of other people do. But it's fascinating that he's been invited in the room because that, well, shows you, first of all, that there isn't as much waxy buildup, right? No, I mean, Patrick just right, tweeted no. at me a picture of Ted kind of looking at the heavens, and it says, it says, pick the Pac-12 guy. Here, this is, here, here's what's happening. Joe at work said, Ted Thompson is the senior advisor to football operations. He needs to be in the room. He's a senior advisor of football operations, which is a, pli- a polite way of keeping him around. And this is what happened. Hey, the draft is going on. War, you know, tonight, war room at 5 o'clock. We're bringing in Jimmy John's. You know, right. what do you want? A ham and cheese, a turkey? Do you want, you know, do you want the Pepe? Yeah. What do you want? We're going to have Jimmy John's. Come on, hang out. You can watch the draft. You're part of this still. Type of pizza thing. or tacos. Right. That's exactly what it is. Just and like- then Ted gets to come in and hang out. And it's like, 
you know, they're just nice and polite to him. Well, don't read any. It's, I'm saying don't read anything into it. Yeah. Wendell Wendell tweets the program at Drew Olson MKE. It means that Brian Gutekunst is Ted's puppet. You know no, what? it doesn't mean that, and we don't this know is, that. You know what? This is going. <laughs> Come on. You know what this is going to? It's going to what we talked about yesterday. Is that you know something? Someone makes a decision, and you immediately people immediately start going to the negative. You know, and ripping down. So now it's like we got to rip on Gutekunst because he's got no spine in this. No, maybe he just said, "Come on in and hang with us." You know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he's still employed. He's still an advisor. I don't care what anybody says. No matter how I you think, feel about him as a GM. I think David Stern still has Doug Melvin in the Oh, room. yeah. Yeah. You'd be silly not to think that there is some valuable information that guy has to offer the draft room. He knows He I knows would, about uh, amateur now, scouting like nobody else. I would kill for an advisor okay. job. Tim, Tim tweets at the program and said, makes me think that Brian Gutekunst is nervous. He needs Ted needs to be out of the room. We want a fresh look at things. You're assuming that Regime Ted's going to make the calls. Only, only they, only Gutekunst knows if he's truly making his own decision. I believe he is. I don't. Ted, think... you seen anything that we're not? Right, exactly. No. Yeah. Well, you know. Okay. Well, let's just kick that around a little bit, and then you know what? I'm going to go with him anyway. Now that's the thing. It's his own call, and that's yeah. I'm sure there were times I'm that sure Ted that's... had to do that too because the buck stops somewhere. You got to take the input, and that's what good leaders do. They make people think that they're being listened to and have a voice, and then they make their decision. And in, in the mantra up there is always, we're going to do what's best for the Green Bay Packers, not what's best for your ego. I used to get a lot of people that called shows over the years and say, Ted Thompson draft drafted Player X from Podunk U because he wants to show that he's smarter than everybody else and taking a guy in the second or third round that no one else had on the board that high. And I'm like, no, it could, because it doesn't fit. Ted Thompson wasn't trying to – if, if there's – I've been doing this 30 years watching sports, covering athletes, talking to executives. Never seen anybody with less ego than Ted Thompson. He could give a rat's right. ass. He didn't about, like... He, you know, he might have liked having the parking spot close to the building and the bigger office and everything and some of the perks that came, but he didn't flaunt any of that. He didn't want any of the notoriety. He wanted to do zero interviews. He wanted to do zero interviews. He was forced to. He wanted to win championships. He wanted to build a football team. He... You know, it was almost like he's uncomfortable with people looking at him when he walked onto the field to talk to McCarthy, and you could almost tell, you could almost see him squirm when people were taking his picture, uh, when photographers would take his picture, like on the practice field and stuff. He was, he seemed like uncomfortable, like why are you doing this? Like, you know, he he wanted to be. I've never seen a a, a a more unassuming guy than Ted Thompson. So the idea that he was doing something like that, to you know, making decisions of that magnitude to stroke his massive ego is completely Ludicrous. at odds with what I know about the guy and what I've seen from the guy and what everybody really deep down knows that he wasn't that way. He didn't care about that kind of stuff. Plus, we're assu- I mean, we have to assume he's been watching tape on guys. He's been contributing I'm to the process. Sure. So sure. then you want that information. He has that in his mind. I'm it's a wealth. Sure. Yeah. It's a treasure trove, I would think. But the thing is, if it comes down to a coin flip, though, Brian Gutekunst is calling heads or tails. Right, it's still his call. It's still his call. That's how and it that's, should be. And that's, and that's how it should be. But I knew when I saw that that a lot of people are going to say, oh, it's still Ted, same old, meet the new boss, same as the old boss. You know, he's still got his training wheels on, this guy. And unless you completely cleaned house, and, you know, Ted, and I guess it speaks to, do we know if Ted resigned or got fired? Reassigned. Or, or gently, if he got fired, he wouldn't gently be there. pushed out the right. door. Yeah, that, that's, I guess that speaks to that. 414-799-1920 is the phone number. We got Don in Brookfield. 
Don in Brookfield, welcome to the Drew Olson Show as soon as I can get the button unstuck. Hi, Don. Hey, guys. You know, I think when Murphy made this decision, he stressed the continuity aspect that the Packers were going to stay within the family, there was going to be continuity, and there was going to be sharing of opinions and decisions. And I think this is kind of that first step. I don't think we'll see Ted in the war room next year. I think this is kind of the passing of the torch or the baton, as you will. And I, there's no downside in my mind for Gutekunst in this. It's just a very positive action, and I don't know that he made the decision. It might have been Murphy's. Might have been. Um, yeah, I, if he indeed made this decision, I think it shows that he is secure. In his job, absolutely, because, yeah. But I don't. You're right. It could have been Murphy. Uh, could have said this. It could have been. You know, hey, Ted's going to do one more in the room, or maybe Ted will have a seat in the room forever. We're not entirely sure. Thanks for the call, Don. Four one four seven nine nine one nine twenty. I mean, let's take Thanksgiving, and this, your, your grandpa's been carving the turkey for forty years, and this is finally your time to do it. Okay, you're going to carve your own turkey, but you still want the you still want him watching you, don't you? You want him to make sure you want to make sure you're doing it right. I don't know. A lot of people viscerally. A lot of people don't like. Oh God! No, I don't. I don't mean like micromanage. A but lot of you people want don't, him like, don't like the, even the feeling that someone's looking over. Oh, well, maybe shoulder. I like. I like having a guide at least for the first couple of times, just to know he's there with a question. It's like Clark Griswold getting to read the night before Christmas when they, his dad hands it over go. to him. No, Clark, it's your house. You, you know, do it. Um, I will say this: there, there will come a time in the next couple of weeks where I will recuse and go on vacation. And uh, I can guarantee you, bastards, I'm not going to be looking over your shoulder because I won't be listening or interacting. I will be completely unplugged well, that's different. from the proceedings that take place in the iHeart Milwaukee this, Megaplex. This KB, is... you can do all the stupid polls you want. <laughs> well, it's because... stupid. Yeah, well, you can say stupid all you want, but stupid people are reacting. Stupid does. People are reacting to it. They have an opinion. Yes, and the, the okay, poll question that's today. That's all we want. The, all we want is people to have an opinion. And the poll question is really, really simple. Would you rather have three eyes or one eye? Okay, and right now, it's eighty-nine uh, percent of people want three eyes. Wow, they want options. People want options, man. If you wear contact lenses, it's more expensive. If if people start having three eyes, then doctors are going to have surgery options. They're going to start coming up with new surgeries to move your eyes around. And to do more things with your third eye, that's what I believe. That's why I want that third Drew, eye. You got to retweet that because you got like eighteen thousand listeners, and then we'll get some people. Unless you're embarrassed, um, very possible. Well, I'm embarrassed a lot, but that's what's what's. How is that any different than any other day? I think yeah, I will. Uh, I mean, that'll fire up some now, responses, and if, then we'll really know. If Ted had a third eye, do you want him in the draft war room? <laughs> do you want Ted Thompson in the war room on draft night with three eyes or one eye? That's the question. <laughs> There we go. Oh, can I change it? Should I pull that down? Uh, no, sir. The lipsticks stripper pole of the day. Three eyes. Or one eye. Or one eye. I'm going with, uh, I'm going with one eye. But I don't know. Okay, I should have probably said it was one cyclops eye or three pyramid eyes. Because I really have, really, right now, I'm probably about 60% blind in my left eye. So, arguably, I have only one eye. Well, you have one and a half, I'd yeah. say. Well, 1.4 yeah. eyes. You know, so, 
But it's got to be one eye, I think, one eye, one eyeball socket, you know, somewhere. Probably the bridge of the nose. Now that that's the thing. Would that be an advantage or a disadvantage? I don't know. And then and then it's like, all right, because he got those Ryan Braun eyes that kind of stick out a little bit, you know, give him peripheral vision. Mm-hmm. That's true. He's got those big, yeah, those big eyes. Yeah, right. kind of a bulging eye. He's got the bulgers. Yeah, no doubt. But uh, yeah, if you have one eye, then is it you know is it bigger? If you only have one eye, do you have proper depth perception? See, because. That's the one thing when I lost. No, that's that's the big issue. Yeah. See, that's the one thing that bums me out the most when I lost the sight in my one eye. I can't play catch anymore. I can't play ping pong. You know, and I didn't really know until I went out to play lacrosse with my son, and he threw, you know, you know, he threw a pass to me, and it was like I missed it by about four feet. And I'm like, well, this well, sucks. Yeah, so I sucks. can't, you know, I cannot play. I can't go out and throw the ball around and play catch because I can't. I don't know where it is. Okay. Which sucks. But yeah. I'm still going with one eye. All right. One eye over three. Yes. You have three eyes, but you put a patch over one? <laughs> the patch would be a yeah. bold fashion move. That would be. Okay. You don't and get you know this what? kind it's... of discourse on every no, radio you don't. station. And on you the know dial. what? They're, like I said, they're breaking down the you know Here. top five second tight ends available in the draft. We want to know. Three eyes or one eye? What do you want? Drew Olson Show. It's Tuesday for the Drew Olson Show. Powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Did you notice the smell in the air? It's not fertilizer. It's not bratwurst sizzling on the grill. It's winning! You make a choice to win, and you win. Winning! Starting to get the concept now? Between the Bucks and the Brewers, our local teams have won eight in a row. It's pretty, pretty, pretty good. Drew and KB are determined to keep the party going today. And he was already in the pool. I was like, all right. They'll talk to Bill Schroeder of Pop Sports Wisconsin live from Kansas City. They'll chat with the voice of the Bucks, Ted Davis, about game five tonight. And they'll check in with another member of the Geek Squad about the Packers draft. And now, celebrating National Pigs in a Blanket Day by... Okay, they're really not celebrating. Hey, here's Drew and Katie. Stealing is the root. Kind of a big deal. You know, just hanging out. I just want you to know, Drew, I'm only doing this for you, buddy. I don't even know what it is. He's the man. I respect the scorpion. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. We'll do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Don't ask me to do nothing. This is... Well, actually, I do like Braun better than Aaron Rodgers. Foo Fighters. He could be a freak on the court and on the shit. Oh you God. know what I'm saying? Beneath his stormy surface flowed the warm tide of compassion and kindness. And here he is, having the time of his life. Andrew, you are not the fighter. <laughs> Big voice guy is on to something today. We're on a winning streak, ladies and gentlemen. Can you feel it? Brewers have won six in a row. Bucks have won two in a row, both in action tonight. And we've got The Rock, Bill Schroeder, and Ted Davis on the program to talk about those games and ask them the question that's sweeping the land. The Drew Olson Scholl stripper pole of the day. Which Here we resides go. at Drew Olson's show. Here we go. On Twitter. I, I'm Drew, by the way, and KB is here with the poll. Um, 
KB. All right. You know, people got to understand what happened here. And what happened here was that I got uh, behind and the show was about to start. And I was like, oh, damn it. I haven't put a poll up. So here we go. Uh, we're going to Winnipeg because so are the Preds, but not in game one. But the lipstick stripper poll of the day, and that's lipsticks with two X- X's. Yeah. So here we go. Real simple. Straight up. Would you rather have three eyes or one eye? Right now, 86% of people want three eyes. I'm not sure. It's a, um, I don't know. I think this is a, a testament to Americans. We always want more of everything. We yeah. want more eyes. If you offered six eyes, people would probably say, give me the six. What would you stare at more? Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. A person Um, with... You'd stare at him. You know, what would be more shocking? I think the one eye. Yeah, I think so too. Because we're talking Cyclopsian. Yeah, probably. Because that's like some sort of a, you know, mythical character. It's like some sort of creature. Yeah. What do you do with that? You know, it's, so maybe that's why it's scoring so low. Unless people, some people might want to be a freak, you know, like a circus freak. Oh yeah, I mean, so they don't have a lot of other marketable skills. You know, three eyes, you might as well one eye. You could sell tickets, couldn't you? And make it easier to watch both games tonight at the same time. Jimbo Circus. Well, we don't know if they, if we don't know if the three eyes operate independently. Now that's something. But then you would have, if you could have one eye looking left, one eye looking right, and the other one looking forward and up and down, now you got something. But Whoa. then you'd have to have your brain into three sections you for were processing saying, it. though, it'd be like the triangle, like the money, like the eye on top of the pyramid right. on the back of the money. But then if you could locate them where you wanted, one eye on the side of your head or one eye on the back of your head, Able to see behind you at all times. Would you put like uh, like a GoPro eye? Would you put like an eye in the palm of your hand, or something where you oh. could where you could move it all around? Look behind you. I don't know. I like the I, I get oh. the idea, but I'm not really sure that's that. Could be an advantage when you're looking for stuff under the couch. Yeah, that the, that's under it. The, the cushion between the cushions and stuff would be an advantage, perhaps. You know what? Could I Could you love? find the grape I drop behind the fridge? You're like, oh yeah, hang on. You know what I love about this discussion? What's that? That it's gotten a lot of votes at Drew Olson's show <laughs> on Twitter? No, this is, what I, this is what I love about this discussion, is that you know that you know some of the other radio sports guys in town, you know, that just get wood over the Elias Sports Bureau, right? Yeah. You know, they're sitting okay. there going, do you hear what those guys were, those guys were talking about right in the draft week at a box, and those guys were talking about, would you rather have three eyes or one? They're idiots. Yes, we, yes, are. we are. And you know what? We know that. We revel in it. We we go in with that. I mean, we it's not even remotely. We have other poll questions chambered up. KB was just under the gun, and I was know, under the gun. He, he, you know, he spit that one out. Right and we before need a the break. Show. We need a break from and, the regular. Right, so right. If we were going to entertain serious questions, we would have spun into yesterday's discussion with Giannis not being able to get tacos and going to get pizza. Uh, shut down at Bel Air Cantina. Going to Demota. We talked to Drew from Demota. Yesterday, where Giannis ended up, 
where they didn't even know they were the second choice until later. It's all good, though. You did see the report, right? Bel Air had the surveillance footage. And yeah, oh, yeah. He was greeted and told there would be... And he didn't want to stand because, you know, his ankle hurt a little bit, and he just... They left, so... Think about... Look at... Because of nothing. one troll. One, he's not a troll. He's no, a no, one no. citizen journalist. Right. No, one tweeted. person that goes out and tweets it. You don't know the context. Now, look at what you had to put Bel Air through. You know, now all of a sudden, now they're going to have to give away tacos because of this if one DB. If the Bucks win in six, they're going right. to give So this give one DB goes out and he tweets this. Yeah, they got to waste they an got, entire day dealing with it. They got to go to security tape. They got a million dollars worth of publicity at least. You know, That's true, too. Not more, it's a big hassle. It was worth it for them. And I bet they want to give those tacos away because it's with so, a purchase. And So that was another poll question we could entertain is that game five is tonight in Boston. Tip-off is at 6 o'clock. If you were going to eat your pregame meal and you could only have one, pizza or tacos? Pizza. I'm going tacos. Pizza's got that. I think tacos. You're carb loading. In the, in the zeitgeist, in the culture, I think tacos have now surpassed pizza as the food that makes people happy. The instant association. If if someone's bringing in pizza, let's say, oh, we're all going to work overtime. We used to have this example, and Armin, you worked in newsrooms. Sure. Election sure. night. Like, oh, they're pizza bringing night. in pizza. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, that's cool. That's okay. And a lot of times it's craptastic, you know, Papa John's cardboard or something. It's not... Like something good. If they bring in Ian's or something good, or you know, perhaps something from Balustrades or Zafiro's, then you're happy. But tacos, I think, make people happy. I think tacos make the heart sing. It's like, oh, tacos, awesome. Yeah, in that setting, it's a little more unique too, which helps. It's not I the think same. Ta- a taco bar is a huge hit. So well, okay, I a taco would go bar, tacos. That's different. What do you mean? I go tacos over Ta- a taco bar is entirely different than tacos. Say what? That's KB logic. Wait. No. A I'm taco having tacos bar. at a taco bar in the office. Right. That's different. That's different. The, how? Because you're making it yourself? Yeah. Yeah. It's not. I, I mean, they're tacos, but that's a different type of experience. How is that different than having six different kinds of pizza? Well, you didn't say in the office. Well, I'm just saying, what's your pregame meal of choice? What's the, how, whatever the delivery system. Well, I just if put you're going to eat pizza or tacos. We'll find out. I just put a bonus poll out. Oh, bonus poll. What food makes poll. you happier, pizza or tacos? Because that's what you said. What makes you happier? Yes. Bonus poll. Yes. What what food makes you happier? What do you look forward to? What? It's Taco Tuesday, and now they have Taco Thursday around town because what? people are. It's so because that begins with a T. Yeah, and we like the alliteration. So, uh, Armin, if we do a bonus poll, then you can go back. To, to warrant? To warrant. To warrant. Oh, warrant yeah. is bonus poll. All right, so the bonus poll is what food makes you happier, pizza or taco? It's the Giannis-inspired bonus poll. Right, but I still want to know whether or not you want three yeah. eyes or one eye. Three eyes or one eye. All right, uh, so vote on For the dessert. bonus poll at Drew Olson's show. I like that. Well, it's 50-50 which, right now. Which food makes neck you... Neck and neck, pizza votes and taco. it's 50-50. No, no, there's six <laughs> votes. So um, we'll get those in the field. Another point of discussion, and this one has you know kind of an either or uh, setup. I tweeted on my own personal account at Drew Olson MKE. I appreciate all my smart and good-looking followers, just like we appreciate all the smart, good-looking listeners of the program. I'm asking about the Packers draft, which is coming up this weekend, and the revelation that Ted Thompson will be in the draft room. Brian Gutekunst is the new GM. Ted is the senior advisor for football operations. And I'm asking, does having Ted Thompson in the room make you think that Brian Gutekunst is confident and secure in his leadership role and wants Ted as an advisor? Or does it make you think that he's kind of nervous and insecure and wants Ted to lean on as his uh, his mentor, his 
Obi-Wan Kenobi. How do you Wouldn't feel you about want... Brian Gutekunst there? I mean, there's no it's a no-win situation because if you don't if you froze him out, you'd kind of look D-baggy. This looks gracious. I think this was kind of like almost like it wasn't a decision whether Ted would be in the room. Ted was not at the combine, which made people arch eyebrows and say, "Wow, he's weird that he's he's been a fixture at the combine. He loves that stuff. Why wouldn't he be there?" But he's going to be in the draft room. And I won't call it the war room because it's not a war room. It's a draft room. So you know what? What, is, what does that make you think of Brian Gutekunst? Here. This is real simple. And I will explain this and everyone else can shut up. <laughs> I like the confidence there. Smart people surround themselves with smart people. Good leaders surround themselves with smart people. They ultimately make their own decisions, but you surround yourself with smart people. And there's an old quote that says... Um, if you hire people that are bigger than you or smarter than you, you will become a company of giants. If you hire people that are smaller or dumber than you, you will become a company of dwarves. So what do you want to be? You want to be a company of giants or a company of dwarves? And that's an old quote, so it's like, don't get all up in my crap about making fun of short people. I was going to say, yeah. Okay. You're going to get the little people. All right. Yeah. Now you all of a sudden get that. Now just back off. But it, that's what it is. It's it's you surround yourself with smart people. Now, Drew, you yourself said that you like Ted Thompson and he's intelligent and he makes good choices. Wouldn't you want I, him around? Yeah, I mean, as far as I know, I, I I thought Ted is underrated and underregarded by much of the Wisconsin sporting public. The you fans can... do underrate him, and people were uh, too many people were I think overly happy when this transition happened. And you could say it's, it makes you more secure if you don't feel insecure about having the former boss in there. So, and that's, you know, you know and of but course, we're guessing at all this because right. Ted might be there just saying, Can I get you another taco or a slice of pizza? Or oh, he yeah. might be there saying, Where's the Diet Coke? Oh, wait, I got the Jimmy John's app and I got B dubs. What do you want? You, you know, know, what do you want? You want garlic parm? Let's say young, let's say young. <laughs> I tell you what, okay, it's Thursday night, it's 50 cent boneless, right? So we'll get, we'll get 20 garlic parm, we'll get some mediums. You know, right? right, right. He could be doing that. It's right. like, you know, of course, all these people that are weighing in and on Kudakunz's personality, you know, having never been in a war room, of course, it makes them uniquely qualified to comment. Um, I'm going with he's just a good leader, and it's good to surround yourself with good people. Okay. That's what I'm going with. 414 You can weigh in on all these pressing issues. Would you like one eye or three eyes? <laughs> people still want three eyes. Jenna tweets at the program, said, don't men claim a third eye on the second brain anyway? But boom There you Rim go. Shot. Nicely that's done. It. That's Jenna, it. that's it. She's that's got it. The she nailed it. it. Nailed it. <clears throat> She's got the spirit of this. Um, regarding Brian Gutekunst, Tim says he seems nervous. He needs Ted needs to be out of the room. We want a fresh look at things. How do they know he seems nervous? This is Just by dad. having Ted there as a security <laughs> so How do you know? Patrick yeah. said, Patrick posted a picture, tweeted a picture of Ted looking confused and said, pick the Pac-12 guy. Which is what Ted has done. Right, because Kenny Clark sucks or what? Joe at work says Ted Thompson's the senior advisor to football operations. He needs to be in the room. Well, yeah, if he is. Wendell Wendell says it means that Brian Gutekunst is Ted's puppet. There's a puppet machine. Okay, so again, opinions vary. Uh, Brian has a question regarding KB's official stripper poll of the day, not the bonus poll. The official stripper poll of the day is would you rather have... Three eyes or one eye. eye. Brian said, would they be perfect vision? Because I can't afford LASIK surgery on three freaking eyes. Okay, yes. They are three normally (laughs) and 
per, so you have 20 he pulled 20. an arm and he changed the question that's right so you have 20 vision in the one eye you have 20 20 20 in the three eyes would they make glasses for me yeah, that's like 2060 kb yeah, you can would one yes. be a monocle to just add the third <laughs> You wouldn't need glasses because your vision would be perfect. If you had the one eye, would you get like uh, like one big like circular monocle? glass? And no, not a monocle. And then it would come out straight, and then have things to go over the oh, ear. Oh yeah. So yes. it'd sit on you almost like a, a snorkeling mask, like a LaForge type. Now you're talking. You know, like now you're talking. And then our These... second poll, the bonus poll that we have today, is um, is what food makes you happier, pizza or tacos? And how are we looking on that one? Tacos, I say tacos. It's 52-48, tacos. I think tacos are going to carry the of, day. I've never thought of tacos as being a happy food. It's a, it's the choice of a new generation. Taco generation. Okay, where do you come down Easy on the Friday. fish taco? Do you like it bread and fried or just grilled fish tacos? Uh, I'm partial to the grilled, but I could go either way. Okay. I agree with that, yeah. yeah. You're already getting a lot of the breading with the taco shell anyway. It's true. All That's right. true. All right. Uh, these are the questions we're wrestling with. Bill Schroeder joins us at 1.30. Ted Davis at 2. Travis, our Geek Squad member of the day, will break down the draft for us at 2.15. He's uh, he's going to rank the top eight outside gunners. That's right. It's the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. It's the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson in Oconomowoc. I'm Drew, joined by KB. What's going on, brother man? Armin is here to answer your phone calls at 414-799-1920. Bill Schroeder joins the program in roughly 10 minutes. He'll be live from Kansas City. Brewers against the Royals tonight. The Royals with cheese tonight. Might have to get that drop. A Royale with cheese. That would be Lorenzo Cain. Is a what do they Royale? call a pig man? They call it a pig man. Yeah, well, that. Quarter pounder with cheese. What do they call a Whopper? I don't know. Yeah. I didn't go to Burger King. <laughs> it's the Royale with cheese. Uh, let's take a spin through what's happening now, shall we? Now, sir. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened then? When? Just now. Wear it now, now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? What's happening now is brought to you by Robert Hack Diamonds on 76th and Layton in Greenfield and Green Tree in Port Road in Glendale. RobertHackDiamonds.com. Boom! Yes, the NBA playoffs are in full swing. Bucks against the Celtics. Game 5. Ted Davis joins the program to talk to us about it at 2 o'clock. But last night, if you happen to watch the Utah Jazz play against the Oklahoma City Thunder, you saw Russell Westbrook who, king of the triple-double, be frustrated and trolled by Mitt Romney. That's right. Former governor of Utah and former presidential candidate wearing a dress shirt with a jazz jersey over the top. KB, you've There's, talked about okay. what a bad look it is for guys There's to wear. There's a bad look. The worst, One of the worst looks in the world is a white guy wearing a basketball jersey with no shirt underneath. And no and muscle paste, tone. No muscle tone, pasty white arms, and a farmer tan. Right? The second thing... Is a guy, you know, Brad Sr., wearing a basketball jersey over in Oxford. Because yeah. that just screams, here, put this on. 
That's exactly what happened. Of course. Here, put this on. I think it would have been bad either way with him. I mean, you don't want him like wearing a tight shirt either. The only the only thing worse. Checkerboard vans. No, the, no. <laughs> the only thing worse when it comes to layering. He's, is the guy who's probably in his forties that goes to the concert, buys the T-shirt, and then puts it over oh, the shirt, shirt that he's dress yeah. shirt that he's wearing yeah. at the concert? Like it's ten years bad. ago, it was like two polos. All my buddies were wearing two polos. So Romney, when Westbrook gets his fourth foul in the first half, Romney's standing up in the front row, giving them the four. He's taunting him. He was. He was unreal. So Westbrook's getting trolled, and they're on the brink of making tea times against the Jazz, who. I know Marchetti and Jay Crowder. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here's on the squad. He is, but other than that, I mean, they got a bunch of guys named Joe. They yeah, Donovan a- Mitchell's been an emerging rookie, but I mean, the Jazz have come out of nowhere to be good this year. They're really a testament to the whole. Really, greater, yeah. You know, so Paul George will probably leave as they make their tea times. You got Carmelo, bunch of guys that nice individual pieces, but can you win with them? Remember that as the Packers get ready for the draft and everybody gets all gaga. You know, I wondered about that the other day. If, Russell Westbrook is one of the most entertaining players in the NBA. One of the most the guys you'd love to watch. He's like, I, I equate him to uh, Latrell Sprewell. He's crazy eyes killer out there. The way he competes and everything. Right. But can he win a championship with Russell Westbrook? Remains to be seen. But what you really need to know, sex parties hosted in Castle Rock, Colorado, which is one of the nicest suburbs of Denver, as angering neighbors, he says it's time to take action. One neighbor received a copy of a party invitation that references the Thunderstorm Play Palace, a 7,500-square-foot dwelling with every amenity, including alcohol, food, uh, complete with a vegetarian menu, and a chocolate, fo- every- chocolate fountain. Everyone loves those. You get excited. When you go somewhere and there's a chocolate fountain. Look at that. They got a chocolate fountain. I was here. I went to a wedding. They had a chocolate fountain. Especially at a sex party. Okay. Sounds like Golden Corral so far. Oh, no. This gets even better. The invitation says that guests are to bring their own condoms and show respect for the new furniture. Oh, my gosh. The neighbor said uh, there's cars parked all over the place. That's why we're getting upset. The neighbor says... um, they're from all walks of life. Some of them are so old, they struggled walking up the stairs. Oh, One geez. person had four crockpots showing oh, up like they were going to a bunko party. So it's bring your own food and condoms. And Okay, oh. here we go. Here we go. I just don't want hot cheese dip in that no, six setting. No, maybe you do. Maybe you do. You rinse in the chocolate fountain. Okay. And, uh, oh, man, I can't even. Anyway, the police department said it's working with the Neighborhood Homeowners Association. Oh, boy. Okay, uh, to investigate. All right, if you've ever lived in a subdivision, I live in a subdivision, and the most evil group of people is the Homeowners Association. Okay. Because it's like, well, now we they, there's an outside party that does it. But it used to be, okay, you're my neighbor. Why should you tell me what I can do? I had to put a deck on. You know, and then I just put a deck on, and they're like, you didn't run it through the architectural committee. I don't even know who you are. Why am I going to let you approve what I put on the back of my house? Right? And it's not like I'm doing, you know, anything totally out of the ordinary. 
You know, and get the so, camper out of your driveway before you start barking up my butt. I can't even imagine. Do they have a sex party? You know, committee that you in have to go in the, in the homeowners association where you have to get you the, better read the bylaws, get the sex party approved. Better I can't read, even imagine crockpots. Then you got to wash it. Oh man, no. Armin would show up with two Foreman grills. Um, I'm bringing a bag of Doritos. That's it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, regarding the Bucks game five against the Celtics tonight, John Henson will not partake for the Bucks. In fact, he didn't make the trip. Armin and I were at the game Sunday. I looked yeah. for him on the bench. Didn't see him. They didn't want to waste a plane ticket on him, I guess. Uh, his back suddenly flared up. Yeah. Uh, conspiracy theorists go ahead and started. The Bucks have actually they've done all right without John Henson. We've got you know Zeller starting and Thon Maker being playoff Thon. Uh, conversely, the Celtics, Marcus Smart has been cleared to play, and if he feels up to it, he will play tonight. I strongly suspect that that will be the case, that Marcus Smart will play for the Celtics in Game 5 tonight. But what you really need to know is Florida uh, Florida, Florida police um, arrested a man after he and his longtime boyfriend got into a domestic dispute with uh, resulted with the one man assaulting the other with uh, Billy Bass. <laughs> okay. Billy Bass, the talking bass? The... Billy Bass, the talking oh, fish. Boy. So Greg Carney and Larry Timmerman had been drinking and arguing for the better part of the afternoon, and Carney was tormenting his partner by playing the annoying toy fish. And That's then funny. The guy picked up the fish and hit Carney in the head. And Okay, you know what? I'm going to call BS on this story, and I'll t- I'm going to do it this way because there's no way in hell two gay guys had a Billy Bass around. They are far too stylish to have them far, far better at decorating, that they would have quick and easy access. It's the campy gift, KB. Come on. They would have quick and easy Good access point, to actually. a Billy Bass. You know, they have more style, more panache, more taste than anyone in a trailer. I'll never forget this thing. Man. It's a, yeah, it's a big part of your childhood, huh, Armin? Well, like I told my, like I told KB in the locker room, I, we, my sister and I thought it would be great to get one for my grandpa. We found out later that he returned it. <laughs> of course <laughs> when we, we were younger, but. It's a Billy Bass. And I don't think we felt bad about it. We just figured, hey. You didn't uh, want it. That's outstanding. Um, if you're still into baseball cards or you know somebody who is, I know it's early in the season, but Shoei Otani, um, he has a baseball card that could be exchanged for up to sixty grand. Bowman, Already? 2018 cards, a rare Otani Super Fractor autograph card. Blowoutcards.com is already offering sixty grand for the card, given wow. if it's in mint condition. And it's delivered to their offices by May 11th. That almost, it's... You talk about playing the lottery, almost makes me want to go buy a pack of cards. Just on the off chance that you get yourself that Otani autograph. What card. happens on May 11th? That's weird. Why May 11th? Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a lot of international buyers want this card arm, and they don't yeah. want to wait. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. But uh, what you really need to know, uh, three years ago, 20-year-old Dylan McWilliams was bitten by a rattlesnake last year. He was mauled and dragged off by a black bear in Colorado, and last week he was attacked by a shark off the coast of Hawaii. All he, has, God. all he has to do now is get married. He'll hit for the cycle. Oh, man. Jeez. That is... Oh, can he get hit by lightning? Uh, yeah, hit by lightning would be another one. Mauled by a... See, that could be... Would you rather be bit by, bitten by a rattlesnake, mauled by a bear, or attacked by a shark? Oh, my God. I would not. Um, no. Wow. No, exactly. well, you got to pick uh, one. No, you got to pick one way to die. That's tough. Strangled oh, wow. by a boa constrictor, mauled by a bear, or bitten by a shark. Wow. Bitten um, by a shark. I don't know, tough. man. That is tough. I mentioned Russell Westbrook earlier. Not only did he, did he get trolled by a jersey-wearing Mitt Romney, 
But he's now being investigated um, for an action, a small shove of Rudy Gobert. Gobert, uh, Gobert. Uh, he could be suspended. Apparently, could you imagine if he gets suspended for the next game? Because they're down three-one already. Could you imagine if he's got suspended and they won? Make your tea times. Oh my God. Oh, if they won, hold right. That'd be the Henson effect. But uh, yeah, they they lost one thirteen ninety six, and now reports are circulating that the NBA is reviewing film of a shove at the scorers table. Uh, going into a timeout, and that they can consider a suspension. But what you really need to know, and we talked about this about a, one or two weeks ago, Ashland University in Ohio has now come out and is offering scholarships for students who are excellent at Fortnite Battle Royale. Oh, I'm on a full night oh, wait, ride. Wait, wait. No, here we go. The school joined the National Association of Collegiate Esports. So there's like an NCAA of esports. What do they do? They drug test you, and if you don't have pot in if your you system, you don't have Mountain Dew in your system and Doritos. Right. Um, so the same way they would do a varsity athlete, it uh, gamers are getting the same benefits as the jocks. Oh wow! Is this when you win it? Wait, what no, you that's get? when there's a chest around. When there's a chest that you open up, a Fortnite scholarship. Go. So uh, okay, here's the deal. Um, because I'm going to probably be playing tonight. Around 9 p.m. Right after the Bucks? Yeah, right after the Bucks. So when I start, what I'll do is I'll tweet my screen name at at Drew Olson, uh, at, at Drew Olson Show and at On Air KB. So if anyone wants to go out, my screen name will be out there. If anyone wants to play, then you can just hit me up. You can win the KB Fortnite scholarship just yeah, tonight. Just to, Yeah, so you can okay. hit me up. All right, hit him up. He's going to he's gonna make his username Public tonight. I'll make it public at tonight. around no nine one, o'clock. Around nine o'clock. Find I'll just someone tweet who will play with you, we'll Just sit there right. and then. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, speaking of winning, people really win on the Drew Olson show. In about fifteen minutes, we're going to give away some Bon Jovi uh, tickets. We've got two pair to give away today. Let's do that. And uh, you got to answer. You got to earn it. You got to answer a trivia question about the guy who just wants to live his life. That's all Sean I want. Bon Jovi. That show will be the last show well, at the Bean Myers Bradley Center. The last show at the Bean Myers Bradley Center. We'll have a pair of tickets for you. Actually, we'll have two pair of tickets for you. So stay tuned for that at 145. Bill Schroeder, Fox Sports Wisconsin, is up next on the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. It's the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson in Oconomowoc. I'm Drew, joined by KB. Armin is here as well. And joining us now live from Kansas City, where the Red Hot Brewers take on the Royals tonight at Kauffman Stadium. It's our good buddy from Fox Sports Wisconsin, Bill Schroeder. Good afternoon, Rock. How you guys doing today? It's a beautiful day in Kansas City. Oh, it's fantastic really nice. here too, man. No jacket for today required. Yeah, this is uh, yeah. Well, we'll we'll have our coat, sport coats and ties on just you know, because we have to. So yeah, I mean, but, is that a permanent thing? Can you ever wear golf shirts now? Yeah, we can day games, and if it's really hot, I think it's like an eighty-five degree rule at first pitch. That's classic. Uh, we, can, we we can throw the uh, the uh, golf shirts on. Um, but, you know, day games where we can do that. So, yeah, I don't yeah. mind. I mean, this time of year is not a big deal. But when you get into, you know, the real hot summer days, uh, they're pretty lenient with us. That's, so, yeah, you know. and, but, you know, when you, you're a bad sweater, Bill. I know that. And <laughs> I don't mean by the sweater, the warm covering. I mean, you know, you can you can drip it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, big dudes, big dudes have a tendency to sweat a little bit. You remember, you remember the sweating I did when we played hockey together. That's yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, yeah, you. That's a I sign mean, of I being in a, shape, right? I, yeah, right. I was in a full froth just getting my skates on, <laughs> bending over to tie them. I'm with you, brother. 
On a hot day, you take one of those uh, Gatorade towels from the dugout and sneak it yeah. into your bag and take it up with you, right? So you can mop well, I up. I do that. Absolutely. Yeah, got to look half decent on the open. You know, we're talking about, wow. you know, all the five seconds are on camera. Yeah, so, once the know. open's over, you guys can go shirtless, right? I mean, it doesn't oh, really yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ties come off. At least you loosen them up a little bit. So, yeah, no Definitely stripped down. Rock, it was a uh, very interesting homestand last week, some interesting games, and at bat for the ages by Jesus Aguilar. And I, we talked to Tom Hodgecourt yesterday. The thing that keeps standing out to me is something that you talked about last week, is just the way this Brewers bullpen has been pitching. Unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, these guys have been tremendous. Uh, you know, what are they at, like 20-some straight innings right now? Jeremy Jeffress. I mean, nobody really talks too much about Jeremy. No. But, um, you know, everybody's, you know, it's just, you know, hater and, you know, guys like that. But, you know, Jeremy Jeffress has been fabulous. I mean, he's one of the – Craig Council calls him his, his starter closer. You know, he, he starter gets in trouble in the sixth inning like, like he did the other day, and he comes in, you know, bases loaded, you know, boom, 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 gets out of it. He's done it over and over again. I mean, these guys have been terrific. And and the other part of the pitching is, is you know, starters are starting to pitch a little deeper in the game, so things are starting to look really good as far as that goes. The defense is stabilized, and then the offense started to pick up just enough. I still don't think this offense is where it's going to be yet, though. Um, no. Braun's not no, going I mean, yet. Right. Well, he, he's starting to show signs of it, you know. And yeah, got to get some of these guys back and help. You know, Pena back in the lineup, and apparently uh, those guys are, uh, you know, those guys are back. RC is okay. That was a big scare. I mean, that would have been, that would have been a disaster losing him after you know these other guys coming back. You know, Yelich. I mean, having him back. I mean, you get a sense for how much they missed him in the top of that batting order. You know, hitting in that second spot. I mean, they really missed him bad. Not just, you know, the hits that he gets, but the way he works works the pitcher, he works the count, he's on base and he can run. I mean one of the I told I was talking to Yellow the other day and I said, you know, one of the one of the pleasures that you have, you know, watching these guys every day is I mean, the way you run the bases, I mean it reminds me of Robin Yell. The way he cuts the bags and it's effortless as he gets around the bases. Just keep an eye on him. I mean we we isolate him uh, a lot, you know, when he's running the bases because it's it's just such a it's it's like it's like he's doing a dance, you know. It's just so effortless, and he gets around the bases quickly. And you know, these guys are going to start getting it going. I mean, but you know, in the meantime, you know, hey, they're 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 on a roll, six in a row, and uh, things are looking good for these guys. Talking to Bill Schroeder, Fox Sports Wisconsin, here on the Drew Olson Show, Drew and KB. Uh, Rock tonight, Lorenzo Cain going to get a a welcome back. I mean, he helped the Royals win a World Series. They're kind of rebuilding now. Probably a lot of fans. Uh, I wish he was still in a Kansas City uniform, but yeah. you you know what it was like when you went to your hometown, when you went and played at Yankee Stadium and stuff, and yeah. we've seen guys over the years that have pressed and everything. Lorenzo seems like his blood pressure is pretty low. He seems pretty chill. I, I I wouldn't think that this would excite him too much. No, I mean he's looking forward to it. You got to believe. I mean, um, you know, he had some great years here, and you know they did some really really good things here. I mean, back-to-back World Series. They won a World Series. He's got a lot of friends still over there, I'm sure. And, you know, Ned Yost and Dale Swamer over there. You know, Dale gave me a really great report on Lorenzo. Just not not just, you know, what he can do in the field, but just a, a quality guy. So I would imagine he's going to be real popular amongst the media here in Kansas City today. But you're right. I mean, he's it is what it is. I mean, he's 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 shined on the biggest stages, you know, in, in baseball. And I don't see this being a big deal for him. You mentioned uh, Ned Yost, Dale Swaim. Um, this is you also got Clintonville, Wisconsin's Mike Jershley in, on that staff, and right. Cal Eldred is the pitching coach. Right. Yeah. So big, uh, big time Brewer connection. Not just the players, right? I mean, yeah. 
we're going to see, uh, you know, Alcides Escobar, you know, those guys. And it's going to be, uh, you know, I, I think we were here about three years ago, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but, um, you know, beautiful ballpark. You know, this place hasn't changed a whole lot over the years. But, um, yeah, it's, good, it's going to be good to see all those guys. I mean, I saw Dale at Fantasy Camp. I haven't seen Ned in a while. So, you know, he had, uh, he had a real... A brush with uh, disaster, you know, in the off season, fell out of a tree stand, and and thing. He, he's kind of come around nicely with that, but yeah, it's always homecoming when you, you know, certain teams, you know, with Kansas City, it's gonna be good to see, you know reconnect with a lot of these guys. We're me and Eddie are hoping. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We see Dale sometime after the game tonight. That'll be fantastic. Did you guys? Did you go out and get any barbecue last night? No, we got it today for lunch. Went, ah. to, uh, went to Jack Stack. You know, yeah, I'm at the point now. You know, KB mentioned it. You know, I'm a sweater, so you know, <laughs> I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be sitting down slamming down barbecue at nine o'clock at night. That's uh, it doesn't make for. It doesn't make for a comfortable night's sleep. <laughs> that's, that's probably a good a good philosophy to have. Yeah, that's. Um, yeah. For people who are you looking for a road trip or something, and people always ask me, you know, what are your favorite ballparks on the circuit? Kansas City was always right up there, man. It's just beautiful. Yeah, it is, and the ballpark's great. You know, I mean, they, they things opened up in '73. As a matter of fact, our buddy that we're really sorry that we lost, you know, David Nelson. Actually, we've read in the paper today here in Kansas City that uh, he was actually the first hitter ever in this ballpark uh, when he was with the Texas Rangers. So he had the first at bat. Wow. Here it isn't ironic that you know the Brewers after the you know he, he passes away we, we go into Kansas City where he kind of got things going here at this uh, at this place so uh, it's kind of a somber uh, it was kind of a somber group last night you know we missed Davey he's a big part of the organization and he was here with the Kansas City Royals for a short period of time so you know people are going to watch the broadcast tonight we're going to be doing a lot of with David Nelson stuff, and uh, it was it kind of hit the organization hard. He did so many things, uh, so many people, you know, connected with David. Not just in sports, but you know, you guys know he had his charities over in South Africa. Yeah. That was a big deal for him, and uh, just a, just a tremendous individual. And you know, and he, he was classy even when he knew that you know his time was short. You know, I was over there and I saw him on Friday, and he knew things weren't looking real good for him. And all he wanted to do was talk about the team and talk about. You know, Ryan Braun, he's starting to get his hit, you know, his swing back and all this kind of stuff. So, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of – it's kind of nice. You know, we've got the, the teams really playing well, but there's kind of a cloud over our heads today as we get to the ballpark thinking of Davey. We've been thinking about him too. In fact, we uh, Armin has his uh, game-worn Davey Nelson autographed jersey that we're hanging in the studio uh, for the rest of the season because yeah. Davey was just such – you talked to him for 10 minutes and he seemed like one of your best friends. Well, and that's and the way he and was, and, and that's exactly right. And he, he'd give you a big hug too. He's probably led all of baseball in hugs per day. You know, he'd go over the other side. You know, different visiting players, and um, you know, he always he always made people feel real important. And uh, we're going to miss that around the ballpark. Yeah, no doubt. We uh, I'll be we'll be watching tonight, Rock. I mean, Bucks are in the playoffs, but we'll be watching you guys because I want to see that tribute. Um, I definitely yeah. want to see. I know Craig Kishan was you know was his partner out there at the set in right field and. Uh, 
I, I just I'm looking forward to see how you guys uh, took care of that, and I know you guys are going to do a good job with it throughout the show today. Yeah, and Craig Deshaun was a, was a champion with Davey. You know, when he was battling his illness uh, in the off season, you know, Craig uh, was with him. Uh, you know, very much you know a lot along along the way, and uh, did a lot for Davey as well as Tyler Barnes and his wife Monica. So. Amongst other people, other people really chipped in and helped Davey out, and um, you know we, we're going to do our best to honor Davey. It's not going to, we're not going to be able to, you know, do it, you know, probably live up to what he deserves, but uh, we're going to certainly try tonight. Fantastic, Rock will be watching. Enjoy Kansas City, and then a trip to Chicago, and then lo and behold, you guys will be back here, and there won't be snow on the ground. <laughs> yeah, make Better sure you a, make sure you powder up. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to. It's gonna be a little warm. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Rock. Bill Schroeder, Fox Sports, Wisconsin Brewers against the Royals tonight. We got Bon Jovi tickets to give away. You ready to answer some Bon Jovi trivia, KB? You ready? Yeah, I got Mr. Him. Three Eyes. Just live uh, your life. Just live just your live life. My life. And win free tickets to Bon Jovi. That's up next on the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley Davidson. On the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Bon Jovi, this house is not for sale, but they're tearing this house down. Bon Jovi bringing their tour to the BMO Harris-Bradley Center, Sunday, April 29th, bucks permitting. It would be the last major concert at the BMO Harris-Bradley Center before they tear the old barn down. And we've got two pair of tickets for the smart, good-looking listeners of the Drew Olson Show. All you got to do is answer Bon Jovi Trivia. KB is the curator. The number is 414-799-1920. 414-799-1920. What do you say, KB? This is like nonstop bangers, and then... And then... It's, uh, it's 20, 24 fist-pumping anthems, and then... Uh, Hallelujah, the cover of um, Leonard Cohen. Leonard Cohen, and then three more fist-pumping anthems. Awesome. That's the last time I saw them, but um, I'm looking at set think, lists right now. I don't think they've changed it up much. All right, so no. you got to answer a Bon Jovi trivia question because we don't just do callers. you got to earn it on the Drew Olson Show. Steve in Hartford is up first. Steve has been trying to win these tickets because we had the first go-around. Steve is back with us. Steve, welcome to the Drew Olson Show. Gentlemen, how you doing? Fantastic. Steve. All right, KB's got a question for you, Steve. Here we go. Like many bands, Bon Jovi covers songs in concert. On their live album, One Wild Night, they covered this song originally written by Bob Geldof. What's the name of the song? Ooh, I like that. No, I got nothing. No Googling. No. Oh, I got nothing is an incorrect. Oh, wait, that was just your way of saying I got nothing. What, All if, right. that, what if that was the song? That'd you be can pretty... call back. Uh, Rich in Milwaukee. You're on the Drew Olson Show. Okay, here we go. Like many bands, Bon Jovi covers songs in concert. One on their live album, One Wild Night, they covered this song originally written by Bob Geldof. What's the name of the song? Uh, I'm, at a, I'm at a loss, dude. Bob Geldof no, that's the not Boomtown, the name of the song. Bob Geldof and the, the Boomtown, Boomtown Rats. Rats performed at uh, Live Aid, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right. someone laughing at him for, yeah, in guess. the background? Ralph in Milwaukee, welcome to the Drew Olson Show. 414-799-1920 in case Ralph uh, is incorrect. Hi, Ralph. Uh, What's going on, Ralph? Bon Jovi does a lot of... Huh? I'm not doing much. Okay, Bon Jovi does a lot of cover songs in concert on their live album, One Wild Night. They covered this song, which was originally written by Bob Geldof. What's the name of the song? Unfortunately, I have no idea. 
That is an incorrect guess as well. KB stomping the band on this one. I don't think this. See, now, if you're a Bon Jovi fan, right? I don't think it's that hard, but I'm a music fan. If you're a Bon Jovi fan, you would have the album. If you would have the album, you would know the song. Because there's only one cover song on the album. That's because you guys stay up late at night watching band YouTube videos. 414-799-1920. I do. And it's cooler cooler to do that, Armin, than to break down games from the 93 Eastern Conference Finals. See, this is where we defer. I'll change change it up. All right, wait, wait. Jack on a cell is going to have a guess for us. Jack, and if Jack gets it wrong, you'll give him another question. Jack on a cell phone, welcome to the Drew Olson Show. All right, Jack. I'm kind of lost, too, but I'll give uh, Runaway a shot. No. No, it's yeah. not. I wasn't even going to ask you that question. But oh, you could right. here we go. Um this member of Bon Jovi has not changed his hairstyle since joining the band in the early 1980s. Hence, it's a really bad look. Uh, don't know that one. Oh, come on. Take a guess. There's only 5 guys in the band. I don't think you can name no, more than I'm out of luck on that one. All okay. Right. I don't think you can name Bon Jovi. Okay. All right. Wow, you're stumping the world on this one. Oh, come on. It's like the worst hair look ever. 414-799-1920. Tweedius Hunt. Let's go with Tweedius Hunt. Tweedius, welcome to the Drew Olson Show. Hello. I actually have the, I think I have the Bob Geldof. Okay, here we go. Well, then we'll go. Uh, Like many bands, Bon Jovi covers uh, other artists' songs in concert on their live album, One Wild Night. They covered this song originally written by Bob Geldof. What's the name of the song? I don't like Mondays. Yes, I don't, don't like, like Mondays. Mondays. Yes, right. we got a winner. Tell me why I awesome. don't like Mondays. Sweetest Hunt, you're going to go to Bon Jovi. We've got a pair of tickets for you. It's Sunday, April 29th. Bucks permitting, 730. Uh, who's opening, KB? Do you know? No. I don't either. It's the This House Is Not For Sale tour, and uh, This House Is About To Be Torn Down tour because it's one of the last It's the last major concert at the BMO Horse Brothers Center. Sweetest Hunt, hang on the line. Armin's going to get your information momentarily. And uh, thanks, guys. Yeah, right, you yeah, you And the uh, the song I don't like Mondays. Uh, in England, a girl, young girl, maybe twelve or thirteen, went in, and it was like a school so, shooting. And yeah, uh, they, they asked, asked her why, why she did it, and she said, "I don't like Mondays." Hence the song. Oh, that's quite yeah. morbid. Yeah. Four one four seven nine nine one nine twenty. We got another pair of tickets to give away, but I guess we'll just wait to do that at uh, after we talk to Travis. Uh, from okay. the Geek Squad. So okay, so be ready with some more, um, maybe some Bon Jovi hairstyle trivia. <laughs> could be, it could be. That one is fantastic. By the you way. know who it is, don't yeah, you? I do. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, come on, I, I shouldn't, but I do. Hasn't changed it in thirty years, almost forty years. Hey man, if it works, it works. I bet okay. he's got a supermodel wife. Yeah, I'm sure he does. I mean, Rick Ocasek hasn't changed his look much over the years either. You know, the cars. Yeah, that's true. And he's got Paulina Poroskova. Yep. All right, couple polls in the field. At Drew Olson Show, we want to know which food makes you happier, tacos or pizza? For me, definitely tacos. Pizza's just a staple. It's well, right there. now, it's pizza. Pizza's the happier food, 59 yep. to 41. We'll see what happens as the further precincts come in. we got more time for that. And would you rather have one eye or three? We'll talk to Ted Davis. He's got his eyes on the Bucks tonight, game five. At uh, Boston, we will uh, talk to the voice of the Bucks. He's coming up next. You're listening to the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. It's Tuesday on the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. 
Did you notice the smell in the air? It's not fertilizer. It's not bratwurst sizzling on the grill. It's winning! You make a choice to win, and you win. Winning. You starting to get the concept now? Between the Bucks and the Brewers, our local teams have won eight in a row! Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Drew and KB are determined to keep the party going today. He was already in the pool. I was like, all right. They'll talk to Bill Schroeder of Fox Sports Wisconsin, live from Kansas City. They'll chat with the voice of the Bucks, Ted Davis, about Game 5 tonight. And they'll check in with another member of the Geek Squad about the Packers draft. And now, celebrating National Pigs in a Blanket Day by... Okay, they're really not celebrating. Hey, here's Drew and Katie. Healing is the root. Kind of a big deal. You know, just hanging out. I just want you to know, Drew, I'm only doing this for you, buddy. I don't even know who that is. He's the man. I respect the scorpion. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. We'll do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Don't ask me to do nothing. This is... Well, actually, I do like Braun better than Aaron Rodgers. Foo Fighters. He could be a freak on the court and on the shit. Oh you know what I'm saying? What the hell's going on out here? Beneath his stormy surface flowed the warm tide of compassion and kindness. And here he is, having the time of his life. Andrew, you are not the heart. <laughs> Greetings and salutations to all the smart, good-looking listeners. Milwaukee, Madison, worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. It's the Drew Olson Show. I'm Drew, joined by my buddy KB. What's going on, brother man? What's going on is Game 5 Bucks Celtics tonight in Boston. And we are very lucky to have with us the voice of the Bucks, Ted Davis. Ted, welcome to the show. Good afternoon from Boston. I'm sitting here at the hotel looking out at Boston Common on a beautiful spring day. Very relieved that back in Milwaukee, we finally have Taco Gate behind us because (laughs) I was losing sleep. Do we now have the facts on this? Uh, Twitter's hair went on fire, and all that happened is Giannis walked into Bel Air Katina, and they said, well, it's going to be a few minutes before you – can get a table they greeted him when he came in yep. he decided to go somewhere else and twitter goes on fire we live in a strange world we definitely do a place that he's been before uh that he wasn't ignored he wasn't no. you know people did offer and, to give him the table but you know and then bel-air's got to go to the security tape to prove they didn't treat him improperly i know this is the world we live in and by the way the, the thing that that to take out of this is I praise Giannis for not pulling the don't-you-know-who-I-am card like a lot of celebrities would have done and jumped to the head of the line in front of everybody else. He didn't do that. He said, my ankle hurts. I don't want to stand here. He went to another restaurant. End of story. Yep, he traded tacos for pizza instead, and that's our one of our, one of our poll questions, our bonus poll question today is, which food makes you happier, tacos or pizza? Oh, man, you know, I, I man, tacos. I, I just, I, you know, I came from the Southwest. I'm a Texan. Give me tacos. I'm okay. with you, man. I like tacos, too. Pizza's I, kicking tacos. Tacos are, butt, tacos are more fun than pizza. How do you? How can you say that? They're just more fun to eat. They're Pizza's more fun, fun to have. I get more excited about tacos than I do with pizza. Mm, okay. Pizza's a staple. I'll, I'll tell you this. Uh, every time in the media room at, at a Bucks game, they have taco night. Everybody's happy. That's see, tacos make people happy. That is true. Ted, you're right. All right, Ted, um, will Bucks fans be happy tonight at about uh, 9 o'clock 
uh, Central time? Well, I think this is going to be a really fascinating game because you know Boston's going to come out with uh, with a lot of uh, intensity, I would say, uh, maybe some anger. Uh, they got dominated for basically six quarters in Milwaukee, and then they made that comeback on Sunday and fell short. Uh, the Bucks outplayed them in every area in the two games in Milwaukee. Uh, they were switching on defense, which is something they haven't done a lot this year. Giannis talked about it coming out of game four. He said it is, is making... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Boston play more one-on-one, which is what they don't like to do. Now, Brad Stevens is a very good coach. He's a very innovative coach. And I'm sure he's got something up his sleeve to counter what the Bucks are doing right now. But the Bucks are using their length. They're using their athleticism. And I'm not knocking John Henson here, but John Henson may be the MVP of, this, of, of the series for getting his back hurt. Because we, if he doesn't get his back hurt, we don't see playoff Thon. And playoff Thon has been the difference maker. I meant that on purpose. Very in well done. Yeah, he's bl- uh, blocking a ton of shots. Our buddy Homer's calling him Thon Russell after Bill Russell because he's blocking every shot he can. And, Ted, we were Armin and I were looking for uh, John Henson on the bench, didn't see him on Sunday, and now he didn't even make the trip. So can we assume that he's done for the series and maybe the season? Well, I don't know. You know how I've, I've had back issues. Uh, it can last for a few days, and all of a sudden you wake up one day and it's gone. So, uh, you know, who knows? Um, you know, not a lot of time between now and Game 6, which we know there will be so. Game 6, and that will be on Thursday. But, you know, the Bucks have blocked, uh, what, 27 shots in the last two games. Uh, their bench has been terrific. Thon has blocked 10 shots and hit five threes in the last two games. That's unexpected. Jabari Parker came out of his two-game funk at the start of the series to have terrific games in games three and four, and we had an engaged, defensive-minded Jabari Parker in those games, too. He had three blocks and two steals in one game. He had three blocks and two steals, I think, before he took a shot, which I'm sure he hasn't done since he was in sixth grade. (laughs) Well, that's good. I mean, this is what you have to have. I, I think collectively out of game two which was about as flat and listless and lackluster of a performance as you could have at playoff time i just think collectively everybody got pissed i think they said man we if we're going to go down let's don't go down like this let's let's at least you know give it everything we've got and you saw it from the opening tip on game three and and i thought when thon came in the game his the jolt of energy that he put into that game was contagious not only to the guys on the floor but to the entire crowd and that late-night start on Friday, I think, in a way, benefited the Bucks because by 8.30 or the 8.40 tip, uh, that crowd that had be, began to party at happy hour, they were primed and ready at tip-off. And people were getting loose, no doubt. So, all right, so Thon gets uncovered because of basically the Henson injury. Like, he, they, they dust him off and send him in there, and he responded. Um, Del Vadova ran the offense and played really well too. His his little scoop layup on the steal at the end of the first quarter on Sunday, Ted. That's a Bucks highlight for the ages if they win this series. 
Oh, yeah, and Brogdon's three uh, to put him up uh, two when you thought Boston had a breakaway layup at the other and Middleton gets this strip, which in the two-minute report they said it should have been a foul. But guess what? Giannis got whacked in the back by Tatum, and they didn't call that either. So you know what happens in life, Drew? It all evens out. It does, and, and watching some of the other series, too, I'm just it's flabbergasting the officiating in the NBA because you can, you can complain. Everybody can complain about every call or non-call and yet somehow we still get to the end of the games and you know we we still we still finish these series cuz uh people I've heard people say they should let NBA players call their own fouls like you do at the Y and the games would take 12 <laughs> hours <laughs> yeah you'd have a foul and then you'd have 5 minutes of arguing that's right i got one yeah yeah got one so how does a team like this be so Jekyll and Hydeish i mean it was they were almost non-existent in Boston, and then it was an entirely different team. I mean, and I'm not just talking about level of play. I'm talking about energy. Well, it's been that way all year. It has been. And, and I look, whenever I go around the league and visiting broadcasters will come up to you and they'll say, you know, what's new with your team? And they'll tell me about their team. And when people ask me about the Bucks this year, my, my statement was this. They can be as good as they want to be or as bad as they choose to be. When they really dial in like they were in those two games in Milwaukee, they're good. They can compete with any team in the NBA, and I mean any team. Uh, but when they're not that focused group, uh, they have some some performances that puzzle you. They're kind of baffling. And, and so I hope that they, in those two games in Milwaukee, at least learned that at the opening tip, you've got to be the one to throw the first punch. You've got to punch them in the nose first and then see how they react. That's what they did in those two games in Milwaukee, and we'll see if they can do the same thing in a different environment here in Boston. You mentioned Brad Stevens might have something up his sleeve. Well, it could be as simple as Terry Rozier making some more threes like he did because he went cold in Milwaukee, but their team is about to get a little smarter tonight, it would appear. Yeah, he's going to help. I mean, he's a good defensive player. I I don't think Marcus Smart is a guy that's going to tilt the floor significantly Boston's way. I could be wrong. Uh, but if he makes life like tough for Middleton, though. Probably, and, and Middleton has been just terrific in this series. If you look at his numbers, oh, my goodness, he's, he's averaging 25 points per game, shooting better than 60% on his threes. I mean, he has been locked in and loaded uh, every game. And so, yeah, I mean, if they can put smart on him and he can do nothing more than just pester Middleton, that might be something that they have been missing. So we'll see. Um, he's been out a month. So I don't know how many minutes he'll play. I don't know how effective he'll be. But if they get him back, at least they get one more body on the floor. Well, I think it was your buddy, uh, George Carl, who probably stole it from Dr. Jack Ramsey or maybe even somebody going back to Red Arbuck. But the series doesn't start until somebody wins on the road. So that's got to be tonight for the Bucks. Well, that's true. And in, in, in the history of five uh, seven-game series, when the series is tied 2-2, if the home team wins game five, they win the series 89% of the time. So you're talking, you're talking uh, history here. So, it's, you know, it's out there. They can do it if the Bucks play as well as they played in the last two games. I think athletically, they're a better team, athletically, yeah. than the Boston Celtics. So if they can use their athleticism, have that same bundle of energy at the start of the game, they have a very good chance of winning game five here. They, if they do, it's going to be gritty the way they won game four in Milwaukee at the end. It's going to be a heart stopper. You just know it. Well, yeah, and, you know, in a way, I think it was more impressive the way they won game four. You know, it, they had the 20-point lead, and they were dominating, and then basketball is a game of runs. We know this, and Boston made their run, and I think Boston gave their best shot. The Celtics gave their best shot that the Bucks could absorb in the final 18 minutes of that game, and it wasn't enough. 
Uh, the Bucks hung on to win by making plays down the stretch, and that's got to help uh, going into Game 5. Ted, enjoy tonight. I know we're going to enjoy it. This place, if the Bucks win, this city... You know, the whole hashtag Bucks and Six thing, Brandon Jennings coined this term. I don't know if it's trademarked yet. But is it retired if they win the series, or is it just permanent now, Bucks and Six? It's the playoff mantra. It's probably permanent. If, if you know, if we win tonight and, and come back home for game six, uh, yeah, game six will be nuts. And uh, so I'm looking forward to it. Well, let's hope it's not doesn't stay too permanent and we get Bucks and Four as the next rally. No, no, it's going to be yeah. hashtag Bucks and Six and then hashtag tacos for everybody. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. All right, be. see you guys. Thanks, Ted. Ted Davis, the voice of the Bucks tonight. Bucks, Celtics, Game Five in Boston. We'll talk about Packers draft next on the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley Davidson. Number one, who does Houston take? I'm going to go with Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel was a magician on the field. If he eats, eat, sleeps, and drinks football 365 days a year, uh, to me, he can be a very good to great player in the NFL. <laughs> eats, sleeps, and drinks vodka. Yeah, um, that clip from Mel Kuyper. I mean, we all say stupid stuff when we broadcast. This show particularly. What it's but, based on. That's why we don't trust the so-called experts when it comes to draft analysis. That's why we crowdsource it on the Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. By the way, I'm Drew. KB's here. What's going on, brother man? Armin is here as well. well. I do like Braun better than Aaron Rodgers. The experts don't know what they're talking about. They're just guessing. The smart, good-looking people who listen to the Drew Olson Show follow the Packers and the draft very closely. Yesterday, Rob hooked us up. Today, we welcome back our Geek Squad member, Travis. Travis, welcome to the program. Hey, guys, how you doing? Happy 2018 NFL Draft. It is. Uh, it's rapidly approaching. So we're going to warm you up, Travis, with some easy ones. First of all, we want to <laughs> know what food makes you happier, tacos or pizza? Oh, man, tacos. If I was at Bel Air, I would have probably waited a little longer. <laughs> a man after my own heart. Tacos are just more fun than pizza now. <laughs> Pizza's awesome, but tacos are more fun. They make you right. they, they, like they lighten the heart. They just they, That's the way Agreed. it is. All right, and then um, if you could have one eye or three eyes, which would you take? Man, I'd, I'd have to say three eyes because I, I always got something going on with where I'm looking left or right. You know what I mean. I hear you. All right, that, those are the easy ones. Now, um, I'm trying to determine, Travis, as the, looking at the Packers draft, they need help defensively. Do they help themselves more, I think, by getting shut a shutdown corner or two, or do they help themselves by uh, amplifying their edge rushing and then that spun me into, okay, which one would I do? I want to see people wearing Packers jerseys with Chubb on the back, so I'm going to say edge rusher. Drew, I'm going to go edge rusher all the way at 14. There's there's a there's a lot of talent available from a cornerback perspective, a lot of lockdown perimeter corners. We have Mike Hughes from University of Central Florida, Josh Jackson from Iowa. we got Jair Alexander from Louisville. Uh, we've got Denzel Ward from Ohio State. Those players are definitely in play at 14 for the Packers, depending on how Gutekunst wants to move up. But making an impact and making a play, I would look at edge rushing opposite Clay Matthews and Nick Perry. I would go Marcus Davenport from the University of Texas, San Antonio, UTSA. He's raw. He's six foot seven, 265 pounds. He ran a 4840. He can set the edge in the run game. 
He can dictate the pass rush on that opposite edge from Clay Matthews. And that's really where it is. We want to look at a defense from Mike Pettin now. We want to force turnovers. We're going to make plays on the football. And a guy like Davenport can really do that. He's raw. He's only played two years of organized football in college. But I think in a deep cornerback class on the perimeter, I think he's a edge rusher all the way unless they can get a better deal at 14. I like Marcus Davenport. Bradley Chubb is the number one guy. You don't. It would it cost too much to move up high enough to get him because he's regarded as like the next Jadavion Clowney, like just a field tilter. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Chubb is a guy that he's sort of a generational player. Um, I think Green Bay, they have the ammunition to trade up. But what do you do in a cornerback-rich class? Do you maybe trade back from 14 with the Buffalo? Maybe you pick up a 22nd pick and maybe an extra pick in the second round, re-amp, re-arm in the cornerback perspective. I think Green Bay has the ammunition to move ahead. I don't think Gutekunst is going to do that from an offensive strategy. I think ultimately they're going to look at a different taker on the edge. Another guy that's looking to, in terms of consideration, would be Harold Landry, a defensive lineman, defensive end, and a base 4-3 out of Boston College. He's a little bit more of a refined player, a little bit less of a project. He's got some refined Division One rush skills. He can set the edge in the run game. He knows how to get to the quarterback up the middle in contain. I think he's a guy they could potentially look at too. And then Vida Vea of the University of Washington, six foot seven, two hundred ninety-five pound defensive tackle that would slot in perfectly there with Penny Clark and Mike Daniels on the defensive line to make that rotation pretty uh, significant here in the NFC North as we start regular season play in September. So. Let me throw this one at you. Uh, the Twitterverse is all going crazy over the fact that Gutekunst said that Ted Thompson is going to be in the uh, war room. And then people are going nuts saying that just goes to show that, you know, he's um, insecure and, and, you know, basically ripping on Gutekunst. What do you think? I don't think it's any big deal. I think he's just being nice to the guy. Yeah, it's like, you know, you get married and you invite the ex-girlfriend to the wedding. You know, she's going to be there. She's going to say some <laughs> nice things. She's going to be present. But at the end of the day, you're there with your wife. You're going to make your decision. Everybody in the room knows what the commitment is. From Gutekunst to, to uh, Ted Thompson, I don't think there's going to be much of a, uh, a problem from a, a personnel perspective. I think Gutekunst has established himself, right? He's going out. He's been aggressive. He brought in a Jimmy Graham, the guy that could potentially be a difference maker offensively. And then, obviously, Mohamed Wilkerson on the defensive line to fit into that rotation and Petten 4-3 in the base defense. I think Ted Thompson is there. It's kind of like looking at your girlfriend going, you know, I'm, I got my wife here. We're at my wedding. And there's the girl I dated for maybe a little bit of time back in the day in college, and she was good for a little bit of fun. But at the end of the day, I made my commitment, and that's the end of the story. We're talking to Travis from our own Geek Squad on the Drew Olson Show, breaking down the draft for us here as we get ready for Thursday night. Well, the whole weekend, actually. So, Travis... Where do you put offensive line on the Packers' hierarchy of needs? If you were running this draft up at uh, up in Lambeau, up in headquarters, um, where would you prioritize the offensive line and the depth there? Well, I think offensive line is a really, really critical component to the Packers' uh, orchestrations on offense. Ulrich John, a sling tackle offensive guard, just signed a contract offer with the New England Patriots. So he lost a little bit of depth there. I think Green Bay could do a little bit to improve the vacancies on the offensive line at guard position. Obviously, Josh Sitton's available on the market. Maybe we bring him in for a trial. We just recently signed Tremont Williams, so the management is not averse to bringing in players that have had some success in that scheme. I like Mike McGlinchey from the University of Notre Dame at tackle. He can also swing out to center and offensive guard. And Jarius Wynn, Isaiah Wynn from the University of Georgia, is a guy that could potentially be available to the Packers early in the second round, maybe in the third round. 
Obviously, it's about the run game, dictating the, the opportunities for the team to go play action and get Rodgers out on the move, making throws. They run that 21 personnel package, which is two tight ends, two running backs, three wide receivers. In order to do that, you have to have solid blocking up front. The offensive line is such a critical component. You know, I, I really think uh, there's some opportunities for the Packers to look at offensive line early and often in the draft. Okay, with that said, would the Packers would it serve the Packers to draft more wide receivers or offensive line? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I mean, this is a fairly reasonably deep class at wide receiver. Anthony Miller from the University of Memphis is a guy that Green Bay could target in the mold of an early Randall Cobb. Obviously, we lost Jordan Nelson to the Oakland Raiders in under 63 agency after he was cut earlier in the summer. I think Green Bay has to think about how they're going to look at the offensive game plan with the players like Randall Cobb, Devontae Adams, who has his own injury issues and concerns. You know, you have uh, you know, Michael Clark, who's an unproven undrafted free agent. We've let Jeff Janis go to Cleveland. The offensive cupboard out on the perimeter, you have to look for playmakers. I think Green Bay is going to have to do something early in the draft. I like Anthony Miller from the University of Memphis. He had 67 catches for 1,200 yards and nine touchdowns for the Tigers last year in a competitive conference USA. He's a guy that could, that could slot in and play potentially have a slot right away and maybe be a difference maker if we decide not to go with Cobb in the upcoming season, depending on how uh, the offensive strategy goes. So I think, obviously, wide receiver is an important part of this process. There's also a fairly deep uh, class at tight end for the Packers, too. I think uh, we have to look at Jimmy Graham, but is he just more than a stopgap replacement player? We'd love to talk a little bit more about what his production has been like since he's been with Seattle. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, Jimmy Jimmy Graham, obviously not a blocking guy. He's more of a wide receiver, so right. we'll see what that, that – Yeah, he'll that, stretch the field. That means they're going to have to draft another tight end too. So, All right, so Travis, last question for you today, Travis, from our Geek Squad. Give me – and uh, regardless of trading up, trading down, give me the first three positions that the Packers will attack in the draft. In, in essence, I'm asking, like, what positions will they draft? Not players necessarily or region of the country, but what are the first three positions they take off the board? I think edge rusher is something you have to look at in a, uh, a fairly decent class uh, defensively in the perimeter of the defense uh, at that first level. Edge rusher is somebody that can get to the quarterbacks at the edge. I think perimeter corner, somebody that can play all three downs and that attacking, aggressive 4-3 defense. And I think wide receiver. I think somebody that can stretch the field up the middle from a personnel of a 21 perspective. We're looking at whether that's wide receiver or tight end. I think they have to look at somebody that can be aggressive somebody that's got the size and the perimeter to make catches over the cross, across the middle of the field. I think uh, edge rusher, I think cornerback, and I think tight end wide receiver in that order. All right, fair enough. As long as those guys are from kind of the South SEC, ACC, and from big schools, I think I'm with you. Thanks, Travis. Right. We appreciate it. Thanks yeah, for being thanks, part guys. of the Geek Squad, man. I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you. You bet. We'll hit you up again maybe Thursday or Friday as we break down the draft as it happens. Uh, it's good to have the Geek Squad. Good to have access to smart and good-looking people who follow the stuff, KB, so we don't have to. Exactly. He was scaring me. Yep. All right. We're going to give away another pair of Bon Jovi tickets, the final show at the Bradley Center. The guys from New Jersey, the recently anointed Hall of Famers, bring in the uh, 
the tearing down the house tour, whatever they're calling it. For us, it's tearing down the house tour. We got a pair of tickets for you. You got to earn it. You got to answer a Bon Jovi trivia question. We'll do it next. The Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. There's that walking baseline for you, KB. The fist pumping anthems galore. Bon Jovi coming to Milwaukee, the last show at the BMO Harris Bradley Center. If you check out the, um, if you check out the Journal Sentinel today, either online or in the Tree Killing Edition, they talk about 30 memorable concerts from the 30 years. Of really? At the BMO Harris Bradley Center. Yeah, you might have to check it out, KB. You, know, you might want to. What's number one on the you list? Might, or do they? Wanna, you might want to read the paper. Um, uh, you know what? I'll tell you what. I hate the website. I will say it right now. Oh. I absolutely hate their website. Dear Journal Sentinel, your website it sucks. Yell at USA Today and Gannett because well, what, they have they're the ones who have to do it, but yeah, it sucks. I won't even go there because I get seventy pop ups, yeah. and I can't even find out where the article is. The show is April 29th, Bucks permitting, seven thirty. Bon Jovi. This house is not for sale. The tour, Bemo Harris Bradley Center, and uh, we have a pair of tickets for you. 414-799-1920. The phone number. you got to earn it on the Drew Olson Show, though. you got to answer a Bon Jovi trivia question. KB, you got another one? Yeah, i got a bunch of them here. All right. We're going to have more tickets to give away uh, tomorrow and Thursday as well. Um, Rich in Milwaukee is on line one. I just got hit with three pop-ups. Boom, boom, boom. Rich, welcome to the Drew Sight Olson sucks. Show. All right, Rich, um, before we get started, what food makes you happier, tacos or pizza? Tacos. I'm telling you. Thank you very much. I don't know why these guys, are, they don't they don't listen to me. They don't believe me. Tacos make people happier. All right, KB, take it away. Give uh, Rich a, a Bon Jovi trivia question for two free tickets. Here you go. This member of Bon Jovi has not changed his hairstyle since joining the band in the early 80s. Hint, it's a really bad look. I'm going to say... Richie Sambora? No, it's not Richie Sambora. No, his hair has been you know, pretty it's, constant. Yeah, it's, it's been, been no, it's yeah. changed. It was really long, and then it became short. So, but it is not Richie Sambora. Okay. All right. All right. Nice try. All right. Let's go to uh, Bob. Bob is calling us from Sheboygan. Bob, welcome to the Drew Olson Show. Hey guys, how's it going? Great, man. Okay, first, uh, what what food makes you happier, tacos or pizza? Oh, it's got to be pizza. Okay, doesn't okay. have to be uh, tacos unless somebody unless somebody makes me the tacos, then tacos. But otherwise, it's got to be pizza because tacos it takes like five minutes to make and then two minutes or two seconds to eat. See, Bob gets it. Don't lead the witness, Drew. But who says that you have to make anything like you like making pizza is not a pain in the ass? Well, no, you order a pizza and they bring it to your house. There you yeah, go. And you order tacos and they bring them to your table. It's, just, it's a simple <laughs> proposition. All right, all right. Uh, Bob and Sheboygan, can you answer our Bon Jovi trivia for a pair of tickets to the show at the BMO Harris Bradley Center? KB, hit it. Uh, here we go. The This uh, member of the band has not changed his hairstyle since joining the band in the 80s. It's a yeah. really bad look. Who is it? It's the drummer, and I can't think of his name. Tico Torres? Tico. No. Tico is not a correct answer. Thank you. 
He got two questions wrong there. Yeah. So, all right, uh, 414-799-1920. Jamie in Milwaukee is up next. Jamie, welcome to the Drew Olson Show. Hey, guys. Jamie, which uh, food makes you happier, tacos or pizza? Tacos. Team Tacos at a baby. All right, KB, take it away. Okay, this member of the band has not changed his hairstyle since joining in the early 80s. Who is he? It's the bass player. No, because they've had a few bass players since then. They have had a few bass players. All right. Incorrect, Jamie. Wow, we're kind of narrowing it down, aren't we? So yeah, I'm going to change I, I the question. Say, no, well, I mean, we got to give it one more. Um, Joe and Madison is up. Joe, welcome to the Drew Olson Show. Hey, how's it going? It's going great. What food makes you happier, tacos or pizza? It's the game five. What's your pregame meal if you have to have tacos or pizza? Well, I got to go with pizza makes me happier, but it's Tuesday, so I'm going to eat tacos. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's the law, Taco I'm Tuesday. Buy a Cadillac. It's got to be Taco Tuesday. So uh, here's your question. This member of Bon Jovi has not changed his hairstyle since joining in the early 80s. It's a really bad look. Who is he? Is it the pianist, David Bryan? Yes, it is the yes, keyboardist, is. David Bryan. He's got that tight poodle perm that he hasn't changed since 1981. Oh, that's It's fantastic. horrifying. That is fantastic. Joe in Madison, hang on the line. Um, KB, I mean, um, Armin's going to get your information. People really win on the Drew Olson Show. That took longer than I thought it would, KB. Yeah, it did. I thought everyone would have known. Yeah. You I know what? Okay, continue. Continue. Our other question for Joe while we have him, he can answer the real poll question, the stripper poll question today. Would you rather have one eye or, or three. three eyes? You said one eye or three eyes? Would yes. you rather have three eyes or one eye? Yep. I go with three. Okay. <laughs> Most people think more is better. Yeah, all right. I'm just three saying. is better. I mean, because you, you have more to do. You Thanks have to more uh, options. Joe. We appreciate that. People really win. We'll have more Bon Jovi tickets tomorrow. We were supposed wow. to give some away yesterday, and uh, we plum forgot. So I was just looking at the 30 concerts. Of course, Pete, you know, Pete Levy, who's a moron anyway when it comes to reviewing shows. Ooh, <laughs> throwing shade. He is. No, throwing he shade. is. He's an idiot. Palm tree. Um, man, his choices are so, so bad in terms of some of these shows. Well, he didn't see a lot of Bring them. Bring it, Well, I know. Well, exactly. So, so you yeah. just, you know. But there aren't. I, I didn't see them in any order or anything. They're just like they're only one Springsteen, the only one Springsteen show, and it's the River Show. He's no got, way, the 1999 reunion tour was a better show than you know that. The Seeger Session show was pretty. The Seeger Session show was pretty impressive. Yeah, too. Um, Springsteen and, um, Springsteen played the Bradley Center more than any other artist. And uh, you know they okay. He got it right on the Kiss tour. He got it right on Prince. Um. I would think that um, he, these are these were just thirty memorable concerts, and they were in chronological order, starting with Amy Grant, who wouldn't have made it except she was the first concert there. Don't they right. watch and it's then Amy bon Grant's Jovi. my girl? Okay, and then Bon Jovi oh, really? right out, right out of the uh, out of the show. That was the first two. sold out concert, uh, April first, nineteen eighty nine. So here they are. How many of those have you seen? I, I think of the of the thirty. I probably saw sixteen, seventeen of them. Um. Yeah, I saw a handful. I mean, I've seen a lot of these artists, but not necessarily in that venue at the when they were here. I was covering baseball for a lot of this time, right? So I was on the road a lot. Um, did you go to the Dixie Chicks show? Yeah, you were at that one. Yeah, because I know the keyboard player. Okay, were you at Usher and Kanye? No, missed that one. Missed that one. What about the Stones? Yeah, I was at uh, two two shows by the Stones. Now, which one? I'm trying to think of which one. That was because they this did is a bigger bang. 
Um, no, they played. Oh five. Um, yeah. See, yeah, I was at that one, but they had played before that. Um, they had played before that or right after that. But there was okay. one that I put one where I was sitting behind the stage when they played, and then one where I was sitting on the side of the, on the side of the arena, about halfway did, back where the small stage was. Did you go to Garth Brooks uh, when yes. he was there as, for a bunch of nights? Yeah. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Uh, those are the concerts. Again, we'll have more Bon Jovi tickets for you tomorrow. Bucks against the Celtics tonight. Brewers against the Royals. And, of course, the NFL Draft. One of the things we've been entertaining today, I'd like to bounce off of Mike Heller, who joins us now, the host of the Mike Heller Show, which follows the Drew Olson Show on many of these here airwaves and interwebs. Uh, Mike, do you care, or what do you think it says about Brian Gutekunst that Ted Thompson's in the draft room? Is he confident? Is he nervous? Is it neither? What do you think? Do you what, what should we read into that? I don't think it says anything. I, I think if uh, the Ted's going to be in the draft room is a right he's earned. That Gutekunst will uh, consult with Ted is uh, a sign of respect. That Gutekunst makes his own decision is on Gutekunst. Uh, I listen. Ted Ted was good at what he did. Um, I think it's the rest of it that uh, Brian Gutekunst uh, will do on his own without Ted's input, trades, um, free agent signings. But the draft, I mean, Ted cut his teeth, and so did Brian Gutekunst in player evaluation. So that he trusts him, not an issue to me. Okay. All right, sir. I'm with you. I'm just saying that he was there before, and Gutekunst is going, hey, Ted, come on down. We're getting Jimmy John's. You know, hang out, you know, now, I might bounce some things off let's you. Ask, let's ask Mike the question of the day. Uh, game five, pregame <laughs> oh, meal, which Easy. makes you happier, tacos or pizza? Pizza. Pizza Pizza always makes me happy. Yeah? See, I can and tacos have, don't? And in fact, well, they do, but okay, so we, so we made tacos at home Sunday. So I ate them Sunday night, then I ate them Monday for lunch and Monday for dinner. I don't want tacos today. Oh, well, recency bias at its uh-oh, best. Hold on a second. Now, if I had pizza Sunday night, Monday, and Monday, I would still want pizza today. I don't tire of pizza. I tire of tacos if it's repetitive. I love tacos occasionally, but I don't love tacos two days or three days a week. I would love pizza five days a week. So Kari wouldn't go for that, though, right? No, Got to have no, some variety no. there. Yep, That's correct. Like... Pizza, All right, correct. Pizza to me is um, it's when, it's when you're giving up. It's like, what do you want to get? Uh, let's just have pizza. It's, okay. like, it's like we're giving up. Uh, you have defined me. And I think I would have fucked KB, too. I've been around uh, yeah, KB. I'm a pizza guy. I've given up. It's you, given up. You yeah. know that. That's and, obvious. And the ultimate, the ultimate white flag is frozen pizza. Yeah. Like, uh, what do you want to have for dinner? Yeah. I don't know. That's the right no, pizza. no. The ultimate white Frozen. flag is pizza rolls. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, very good. <laughs> very good, Katie. That even takes it to another. So, no, let's That's ask you the real stoned. question. The real question. The real one? Yeah. Would you rather have three eyes or one eye? That was our poll question today. Yeah, that's the strangest poll question I've heard on radio <laughs> in a long time. <laughs> So, did it come from Third Eye Blind, or what no, was the no, genesis? No, that's, that's where Armin is. Still. There was no genesis. <laughs> and, in fact, we did talk well, about genesis. We did, because it's a Phil Collins Day No Jacket Required today. So, yes, we did. Yeah, bringing it fantastic. all back home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Three eyes or yep. one? Yeah, one. Okay. Wow. Most people said three. All right. Well, no, that's fine. That's there's no, I know. I'm just there's curious. There's no right or wrong answer. No here, right or wrong me. answer. Just like there's no right or wrong answer. Mike, do you think the Bucks can prevail on the road tonight in a tough environment with Marcus Smart back for the Celtics? If I'm betting your money, I pick the Bucks. If I'm betting my money, I take the Celtics. Yeah, I'm kind of in that camp as well. I just, uh, 
the bu- a lot of things went right for the Bucks in games three and four, and they got to hit the shots that they made. Like running fast. Yeah, and trying I think it's hard. got a chance to be a final minute game, that's but you got to give the advantage to the home team then. That's why we'll be watching. Thanks, Mike. Thanks. See you, boys. Mike Heller. He's on next. Thanks for listening. We'll do it again tomorrow. Make good choices. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.